0: I made a good joke. Don't do
1: it. Don't do 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 it. it.
0: iron brains a podcast that turned on the news magazine programs this fine morning pleasantly channel surfing for coverage of the artemis one moon rocket test launch and found some other content instead
2: We've got some important information for couples this morning, and it involves fighting. We are looking at how to win a fight, an argument, if you will. A recent poll, if you're wondering, found that Americans fight with their spouse pretty frequently, about 30% of people.
0: So you say she canceled her Instagram account, but she is posting things on YouTube, including an audio clip where she addresses her conservatorship. Let's listen to this. If you're a weird, introvert, oddball like me, Who feels alone a lot of the time. And you needed to hear a story like this today so you don't feel alone. Know this. My life has been far from easy and you're not alone. What do you think of that?
2: You know, I think that Britney is continuing to
0: be candid about what she went through during that 13 year court ordered conservatorship. I think that this is a time where Britney feels like she can kind of just take that tape off of her mouth
1: and talk straight from her heart to her fans and to everybody else to really reveal.
0: Actor and famous bodybuilder Lou Ferrigno has been named an honorary officer by the Syracuse North uh, New York Police Department. Right. Lou and Syracuse Police Chief Joe Cecil uh, joined us right now. Uh, Chief, thanks for joining us. Uh, Lou, thanks for being there. Lou, why was it important? You're going to do a ride-along. Why was it important to join Syracuse's Police Department?
1: Well, you got to remember, in California, I've been a deputy sheriff for 17 years. I went through the academy. I'm a certified police uh, deputy sheriff. And i like to be here because I'm filming a phenomenal movie called The Hermit. It's a great horror film. But at the same time, I'm happy to be involved... Uh, with the Syracuse Police Department because I want to show my support that people don't realize what these uh, officers go through, protecting life and property, risking their lives, and uh,
0: these guys are the real heroes to me. We're going to turn to our series, Baby Safe Essentials, and a parenting alert that you can save, that could save you money when buying baby products.
1: Eva Pilgrim is back with a look at what items you should buy new and what's okay to buy used? Good morning again, Eva. Good morning. Kids are expensive. Yes, very. <laughs> very exp- And babies are
0: Believe it or not, this content did little to soothe this podcast's desire to see something, someone. Moonikins, stuffed Snoopies, anything and everything else strapped to the front of many millions of pounds of rocket fuel and shot at great speed and heat and expense off this godforsaken planet and blessedly out of reach of the telegenic chuckle fucks insisting that you're too stupid to know that you shouldn't buy a banged-up second-hand car seat if you really love your children, or making sure you know that the star of a very, very stupid show from the late 70s still wishes, like an idiot five-year-old, That he might grow up one day to be a real life police officer, or telling you that you must hear the new Britney Spears song. which is a recording of a beloved 50-year-old Elton John classic being drowned in dirty dishwater for three minutes by some dead-eyed alien intent on commodifying every last unsullied memory you have remaining in your dwindling nostalgia spank bank. The 90s times the 70s with a dash of empathy for late-20-teens unfree Britney. It's a hydrogen bomb of reminiscence, with Britney dutifully popping up as auto-tuned hype man from the next room. You must hear it and love it, not because it's good, which it manifestly is not, but because you care about Brittany, the poor thing, and you're rooting for her. But there's always the chance, after the next commercial break, after a series of endless ads for drugs promising to make this painful existence bearable for another five fucking minutes. Maybe they'll come back and they'll show the rocket on the launch pad, and the countdown will begin. And it'll direct millions of pounds of purposive and propulsive violence directly into the Earth, in a fight against gravity that you know all too well. A fight that the rocket, at least, can win. And whoever or whatever is strapped to the top of that rocket. At least it won't be looking back. It may be on the television, but it's not of the television. This device, like all the devices that have followed it, insisting that every interaction is either an argument to be won or a chance to remember a time when everything wasn't so combative. Make me young, you shout at it. I can make you young, and it'll be different this time, it shouts back. There is a way to win. We have found the way to win, and we have put it in this machine. If only you tune in again tomorrow. No launch today, but maybe tomorrow. And then the countdown will begin anew, and eventually the gray white smoke will pour out in billowing clouds of energy expended in furious confrontation of whatever it is keeping you pinned to the ground. And you say to the Moonicans, don't look back in anger. To the dummies making the test flight out to the moon, you shout this Don't look back in anger. And they won't, but only because they can't. They can't look back at all. is bob sitting across the way from my good friend and co-host
2: that's abe how you doing tonight abe doing well bob yeah here we are
0: lori's here too how you doing Lori?
1: i'm fine how are you though you don't sound great
0: tonight is monday august 29th 2022 Maybe watched a little bit too much television this morning.
1: You sound a little <laughs> not well.
0: I did. I tuned in this morning to watch the Artemis rocket blast off from the space center down there in Florida. And it didn't happen. And instead flipped around the channels. And those were the those were the things I saw covered this morning. I'm also not feeling well on top of that. I, okay. I have a cold is what Lori's referring this to. This is
1: like since COVID... Like the sixth cold oh, Bob has done. Don't gotten,
0: be ridiculous. That the I sixth cold.
1: Fifth, fourth, what?
0: I don't know. I get a cold every now and then. You know when I get, cold, you know, it's guaranteed. Did I mention today, uh, Monday, August twenty 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 two? I think I said that. It's because the kids went back to school. It happens ah. every My kids fucking also year. Went back to school. I know. But oh, that's
1: true. I didn't get a cold.
0: Whenever the, the kids, kids go back don't to school. Have a cold.
1: The kids don't have any colds.
0: I am just about guaranteed to get sick. And at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it was my brain doing it to my body. Uh, but <laughs> the, the physical symptoms are, in fact, there. So there's no denying them.
2: By the way, Bob, uh, the the uh, all the different uh, clips that we just heard here, were you watching around... When was this launch supposed to happen, like in the 8 o'clock it's hour 30? or the 7 Just o'clock Just
0: before hour? 8 o'clock is when I turned on the television to try to find something okay. on the launch. Because it hadn't been canceled yet. It had been delayed, right. I think, by like 8 o'clock. We knew it wasn't going to happen at 8.33. Uh, launch window is 8.33 to 10.33. To be clear, what we're talking about is the next generation of NASA rockets. that, is, that The plan is to get United States astronauts back to the moon.
1: 8.37 they announced that they're not doing it.
0: Yeah. But all these all these clips were from like one 15 or 20-minute stretch of television that was on. And I don't watch I, – I just – and I, I remembered why, which is that I can't fucking stand TV. <laughs> and I'd rather have to endure Layla Foddle and whoever the hell else is hosting the, the NPR morning show. And that god-awful theme song of theirs that was inspired by B.J. Litterman is no longer the B.J. Lederman original. Uh, which, by the way, I'm sure I've talked about this before on the show, and in fact, I've blogged about this. I'll, I'll put the link to the blog in the show notes. Everybody wants to hear me rip on the NPR theme.
1: If everyone loves when you talk about music.
0: For how many years do we need to hear that the NPR theme song was inspired by B.J. Liederman, rather than, because he, he no longer is it the piece of music that he wrote, and also, since we know that this was created in a lab by a bunch of soulless marketing assholes, uh, it wasn't actually written by anyone, right? So there's right. there's no new composer to who, who would be willing is what they to uh, slap their name on it, because they're ashamed because it's just a soulless money grab trying to uh, rebrand NPR, but it, they still have to say it's inspired by B.J. Liederman. At some point, that's got to go away, you would think. <laughs>
2: Maybe there was a, they came to that agreement. Uh, the reason why now, to all the uh, listeners here, I have the opposite view when it comes to morning news uh, than, than what Bob does. Uh, I, ever since this uh, whole pandemic thing started, and even before when I started working from home, most of the time, I started watching the morning news because I would never watch the morning news because like who cares? I can read it about it. I don't need to see Matt Lauer uh, or whomever tell me the news, right? But Michael Strahan's
0: to gonna get the straight dope for you, <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna let you know. Michael Strahan's going to inform you of what you need to know to go about your day. Right.
2: <laughs> right. But since the, in the last two to three years, I've become um, a, a bit of an expert. There is a method to the madness, Bob. And if you manage your expectations, uh, you'll see the uh, the great benefit that comes from the morning youth, especially. The, the CBS what show.
0: specifically I
1: will not so. manage any expectations I
0: love <laughs> I love John Dickerson when no. I flipped over to CBS and I and I found that John Dickerson was there on on, right. on the CBS morning show this morning filling right. in for somebody yeah. I was like ah well, at least at least I have this Dickerson will give me the lowdown he'll tell me what's going on with the Artemis rocket uh, but he did not
2: no, he's gotta play ball. Now, the reason why I say there's a message to the madness, that for for whatever reason, uh the eight o'clock hour, no uh, real news in most of these uh, things. So basically they, they it's a two-hour mostly for most of these uh channels, uh two hour block, seven to nine, seven o'clock straight news, at least the first thirty minutes, then they get into like entertainment and whatever, right? It seems like they're trying to capture the audience, basically meeting them where they are. And unfortunately, people like this fluff nonsense, right? So they're doing like this one for like legitimate news and one for them kind of thing. Yeah. So your your selections are all who is true. watching this, happens.
0: this? I mean, besides you, old who people. the fuck besides is this? Me. Who yeah. is this for? Because the they old don't people. have any. They don't have any goddamn ratings. And oh, I know that, the old like, people. because at at this point, even though the ratings are are minimal, and it. Like, compared to what they used to be, it's not that big of a deal. It is still, like, the only guaranteed, like, we have a live audience that people still routinely... Yeah, sort of it's, like it's live sports, except a very small right.
2: version of it.
1: It's live sports, except it's the people who don't watch live sports. It's old ladies.
2: Right. It must be old ladies and me. Uh, but yeah. but it makes the money. Anytime they do these, uh, they run the profits. It's like the morning show, the that evening 30-minute thing. They make a lot of money for the, 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 these uh, networks. Uh, yeah, but, well,
0: you got to fucking see your 47 different ads for shingles medications,
2: Same or else <laughs> you, know, you won't know. <laughs> but what they will do is they will sneak in actual newsworthy stories. For instance, during the run-up to this uh, little uh, launch on Monday, CBS, which uh, is the bite, a significant margin the best of the bunch even though it's the lowest rated of the bunch which again reflects poorly on us as people uh, they will work in actual investigative stories one of them was they got the ig guy for nasa and apparently this fucking program is way over budget their projections about a 2025 human permanent presence on the moon is very generous uh, likely not going to happen i didn't know that right so for like five minutes they did a whole thing yeah. about like hey what the fuck this thing costs way too much why not try something else they got the uh former senator now nasa administrator uh on there to say yeah shit it's expensive yeah. it's the first I time mean, we're doing this Strassman. thing, you know?
0: strassman's always doing the space story so you know i'm not right. i'm not too mad at him but
2: so they have to for whatever reason they also include even cbs is not falling for it because uh People are out there, they're like, oh, here are the deals, and they do this like, oh, this handbag costs like $30, but you can get it for $20, right? Unfortunately, you have to feed the beast and do these stupid things to do the other things. The thing that – even –
0: and it's a a fact that I've just always preferred long-form stuff, so – uh, what I loved, one of the things yeah. I loved about Coast to Coast I Am is not just that they interviewed crazy people, it's that they interviewed crazy people for like extended periods of time. Yeah. And so it's yeah. not just, you've got. <laughs> 85 seconds to be crazy during your morning news hit. Well, you know, Michael Strahan tosses from commercial and he gives you a 30 second intro. He asks you two questions and then they toss back out to commercial and you're done. It's like, I guess that'll sell my book. No, with like, I I much prefer the like, give me three hours with this person. And yeah, granted, there's commercials in long form radio and that sort of thing as well. Uh, it's less of a problem now with podcasting. Like, just get, give me much more of what's going on, and I'll get far more out of it. I, I, there's just—to me, I might as well be reading—it would be like if everything that I read was just one of those Axios bullet point lists. Yeah. like Like, those morning newsletters that just come out with the absolute bare bones of what you need to know in order to say that—or claim that you're informed about any given thing and then move along. Which, fine. Like, I get it. People are just getting ready for their day. They're making their breakfast, getting the kids ready for school. And they don't they they can't invest forty minutes in a conversation with an author of a book or something like that. So uh, the
1: way to stop fighting is just stop drinking. It turns out. Yeah,
0: that's that was not mentioned in the two and a half minutes.
1: No. No. Oh, apparently that's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> to To your point, Bob, uh, there, there will on occasion be a time where someone they're going through the the media circuit because they have a book out. So. Someone will be on a CBS morning like interview segment, which is like five minutes, or NBC's Today Show, or whatever. And then they'll also do a, a full episode with Terry Gross, that's like 50 minutes or right. an hour, right? And it's so much better when it's like, all right, just talk through the, the, the book and cover a lot of ground. Then they have time to do some stupid review at the end. Uh, but it is a much better format, long form, maybe not three hours, but even like the 40-minute interview like straight with Terry Gross or like a guest host is much better than the 5 6 minute like hey what's this and uh some stupid joke and off you go buy their book Right. You know? it's just so, it's
0: just so obviously just a long uh, like a, a a long series of commercials including each each segment is just a commercial for whatever it is that's right. going on again right. it's fine it's just not at all for me and i don't think anybody like I'm sure that there are psycho, like actual psychopaths who tune in and like believe that they're getting something from this. Like this is but, important to them and meaningful
2: to them. I, I learned a lot. You know, I, I know a lot more now than I did before because of the <laughs> yeah. morning well, and show. It's just
1: what they do. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like your NPR. You yeah,
2: know, sure. It's
1: just it's what they do, whether they like it or not. Even if it they would, hate uh,
2: it. Yeah. To, in in my defense, to be fair, this would not work if it was like 20 years ago where you would have to kind of watch it live. The DVR fast-forward button does a lot of heavy lifting. So it's like I I can go through a two-hour show in like 30 minutes. Because I, th- it's mostly... I don't
1: mind commercials when it's something like that that I'm not watching really because yeah. I kind of – and it's why I don't mind the commercials on Hulu that I pay for because it's like – Okay, get up and go to the bathroom now. That thing you've yeah. been putting yeah. off, go do that thing. Right. You have two minutes. Right. There's a timer. Go do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And this is slightly related and also kind of like that when I said a couple of weeks ago or last week maybe about that Green Day misheard lyrics and then I, I had a whole spiel about something that I was
1: just... Something you were just wrong about?
0: ...was just made up in my head. <laughs> uh, but Which, by the way, and I, I, I don't know if I made the point, like I don't see that as any less of a valid way of taking in the world. This is what I love about no. bad art in general or 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 even misinterpreted art or just being in the world and not needing to know definitively what the person was trying to tell me and still getting something of value out of it. That's really important to me and I don't think that I would be... The person that I am today without like severely misunderstanding the intention of something and then going off in my own direction with it, which is what sort of makes me crazy about like this insistence on uh, we need to have all – only good information is allowed to be out in the world because of the dopes. Like we need to be very careful that no misinformation gets out there because of the dopes and what they might do with that information. It's like – I get plenty of good information and do plenty of wacky shit with it and it it, right. it is it, it, the, <laughs> yes. it's, this is not an inputs question this is an outputs right. question. Yeah. Anyway, uh not Green Day. What was I talking about? I don't know. Something, Something about-, about television maybe. Well, that's a bummer. I've lost it now.
1: Cuz you don't feel good.
0: It is probably because I don't feel good. We shouldn't even be here tonight. I should be I should no, be <laughs> resting. I tried to
1: get him to cancel it, but he's a big <laughs> fucking baby and has to get what he wants.
0: I would just feel worse about myself. Now, physically maybe not, but I would feel worse about myself as a as a person well, if you we deserve didn't deserve
1: for getting sick.
0: If we didn't record the show.
2: And also, I mean, that live read... It- at the top, that was yeah you know, solid. You can't let that go to waste. Yeah. All that
0: energy I put into
2: that. <laughs>
0: Let's see, what can we talk about? Uh, you know, we haven't discussed since it first happened, like the like literally the night that it happened, uh, the ra- okay. the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and we should probably update our takes accordingly. The FBI goes in there. This I be-
1: show doesn't have takes.
0: True. Uh, The FBI goes in there, and I believe we said on the night that it happened, before we had any information, I said something like, man, they better have the goods. Because if this is just like a search for some documents that he shouldn't have absconded with, then it's going to not look great for them. That seems to sort of have been the case, that this was just a search for some documents that he shouldn't have absconded with. Uh, But in a way,
2: the second part isn't coming true.
0: What what part is that?
2: It it seems like even though that it's trending in that direction, the a lot of the fierce criticism has, unless you know, maybe I'm caught up in uh, morning news shenanigans. It seems like it's not where it was. Like it seems like everybody's kind of quieted down a bit on the criticism part, which I thought the, the criticism of would be the true. of the raid of the raid. Yeah, I mean it's still there, but it doesn't seem to be as uh, forceful and full-throated it might is that a mistaken belief like uh, it, i don't
0: know maybe you're just not paying enough attention to right-wing media not but watching it, enough okay.
1: fox morning news but it's More still, fox, okay. morning fox news
0: to is me is it still feels right. like people are are quite upset about the over the alleged overreach of the fbi here yeah.
2: but and they're not uh convinced by the the due deference given to him uh and 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 through his lawyers, because they gave him a lot of, hey man, we really need this stuff, da 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 da, da and this is a compromised location for this stuff, and they didn't go day one to retrieve it, right? Because he's a former president, they kind of cut him a lot of slack. It seems like, so that that doesn't weigh in at all. I don't
0: know. It won't because it will always be presented as a politically motivated thing uh, from that side of the of the aisle, and. And uh, people will say that we 're being naive in giving the benefit of the doubt to the Biden administration and to Merrick Garland and to the FBI by suggesting that it was not or, or even allowing for the possibility that it was not politically motivated and maybe maybe we are but but it, it, there's no deni- there 's certainly no denying the fact, and trump hasn 't even bothered to deny the fact that he had all of these things that he probably right. shouldn 't have. Right. Uh, and it, he's basically just saying, "But I should be allowed to do it because other people were shitty, and if other people were shitty, why would you care if I'm being shitty?" Right. And part of me is like, the the more mundane of a rule this is that got broken, the happier I am. Like, in, what's what's funny is that the aftermath of this. At first, I was like. Man, they better be ready to slap the cuffs on him and have all of this evidence and throw him in jail because if not, then this is a whole big show that's just going to go over very poorly and and it will look like uh, political machinations in an attempt to intimidate him. Uh, if as though that were possible, which is why this is where it breaks down. Like the idea that somehow yeah. the Biden administration is going to intimidate Donald Trump from running for reelection in 2024. It's certainly not true, largely because I think that's probably the only person that they think they can beat. Right. in 2024.
2: And that's what I don't understand, and I know that this argument will be made regardless. Uh, you know, with the right-wing uh, media outlets, but there is really no political benefit that what what why would biden want to do this like you know if anything he would rather run against them right so like this idea that they, there's some political shenanigans taking place doesn't hold because like what to what benefit if anything this kind of uh raised the uh trump's like oh he's uh, a victim he's being persecuted and and he's he's kind of got- uh got a uh Second life out of it, right? They they, uh, what, they
0: reformed the line of dominoes behind them at, at Fox News. Like everybody lined right back up after, like it, right. where it felt like, and there was coverage about this that it had felt like Fox was slowly sort of
2: going towards the picking up their
0: tents right. and lining up in the DeSantis camp as we got closer to 2022. There was a lot of talk in national media about how the Republicans were like the 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 party itself was trying to keep Trump from announcing that he was going to run in 2024 and that they would make life difficult for him in terms of uh, providing him with with legal with uh, money support for his legal fights going forward if he announced before the 2022 elections because they know that he's bad for their party like he's incredibly motivating, but it's not just on one side, right? He's a he is the polarizing figure in American politics right. uh, now and before and moving forward. So the idea that he would stick his nose here in in twenty twenty two is bad for the Republicans, not good. And then this happens, and all of a sudden everybody is lined up behind him again. So again, it's it's kind of like those goofy conspiracy theories where it's like the the wild teen goes and shoots up a bunch of kids and it's a, it's a false flag, it's a ploy so that they can do gun control, they're going right. to sneak in gun control, but the result is always the opposite. The result right. is always that more guns are sold. And if this was a conspiracy to hurt Donald Trump politically, well, the outcome was actually the exact opposite. So you could right. rather, rather you should make the argument that he was taunting justice, he was taunting the FBI with all of these uh, sensitive files and apparently, uh, like, like human intelligence stuff, like names and faces of of intelligence sources that were just like at Mar a Lago in unsafe conditions. That, you know, and it's a place that everybody just fucking walks into and wants to have dinner with the president. Like,
2: right. So, yeah. so to
0: me, the more mundane, my, my take now, a month later or whatever we are, is the more mundane the law breaking was, uh, the happier I'm going to be because it means that we're like maybe we're reestablishing some of the norms that we should be concerned about. And he can't just abscond with a bunch of shit that he shouldn't have, especially when it, like it, it's one thing. Yeah. to He would tweet about the fucking couches or whatever that the Clinton's apparently left with. But that's, that's a wildly different thing than leaving with top secret classified intelligence documents.
2: Right. I, I think the, the, uh, my take, my non take, take, uh, all these weeks later, is that if there is to be a conspiracy, it is that Trump just kind of like how you were saying how he was egging them on. It was his doing. Basically, he created the problem. He made the pro- the the resolution that the FBI found, which is to go there and just get it when he's not there. He made it public. He made a big spectacle out of it. They have uh, camp the fund- You know, uh, they did a lot of fundraising off of it, right? So it is to his benefit that a lot of this happened. If it is indeed just a technical, like, it's black and white, you should not have this, but it's not like a criminal act. Separ- it's not like showing that he did, he sold something to Iran or whatever, right? So it's not that. He just has material that he should not be in possession with, especially in an unsecured location, and he used that to to, to draw in the Biden's Justice Department so then he can play the victim and to say, look what is happening to me, right? Everything is pointing – I don't. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but like, if you are going to come up with a conspiracy theory, it is that he did it, right. and maybe he'll make some cockamamie nonsensical argument. If DeSantis is still hanging around, you know, you're in on it. You, you know, there's my pl- residence was in your state. You're the head of the state, and you let that in. Blah blah blah. You know, some stupid thing to mar uh, uh, DeSantis, right? To to kind of say he's one of them, really, right? right. Uh, and so I just don't see how. I mean, if, I don't think the Justice Department or the FBI, with all their flaws and past issues, would want this. Like, no one wants this. I don't think the Biden administration wanted this. It's just a distraction, right? And so this was like, he was deliberately egging the the FBI on to say, what are you going to do? I'm going to make a big spectacle out of this if you come, you know, try to collect my stuff. Right. And he did. Well, it's
0: the classic Trump thing, is that as the turd in the punch bowl, everybody yeah. gets shitty. And it's yeah. like there's there's no good way of handling the turd in the punch bowl. It's, it's just right. the FBI is going to look bad here no matter what. I think we're in a position now where I'm confident in saying that there is no scenario in which Donald Trump could lose the nomination of the Republican Party if he chooses to be the presidential candidate in 2024 – and there's no scenario in which he can win a national election in 2024 yeah. <laughs> yeah. against literally any candidate. I I, right. I used to think that maybe if you throw Kamala up there that she could lose. But I, I don't think we're in a situation – I don't think that Trump is electable. There's simply not enough people who would be willing to right. do it. But that doesn't uh, – it would be the end. It would arguably be the end. I mean we've said it a million times and it never seems to be the case. But that would that would be the – final nail in the coffin of the Republican party as we understand it like there a, a third straight failure to win the elect, to to win the the popular vote and then and two straight failures to win the electoral college and a solid 36 or 40% of the party who are just completely diehard cult members like how do you how do you come back from that when the guy dies and I don't think that you do. I think the party what? effectively would be over, and we'd be in a, a uniparty system where the only real power left are the Democrats.
2: Right, but since there are only two parties, no par- none of those two will ever die. Basically, up until I mean, this... Yeah, look uh, at uh, the
1: stupid uh, Wikipedia of the presidents from forever. Yeah. Like, parties die.
2: I mean, the the composition of the party maybe it won't be a MAGA kind of v- uh, variant but you know they'll just rebrand uh, you know we're not back to being like quote unquote sensible and about money and fiscal this and whatever right if it goes that way yeah, but can you uh, can
0: I, you punt a third of your constituency can you take a third of the people who who make up the most the loudest and most ardent defenders of your cause and say we're done with you and we're gonna go with these milk toast assholes
2: I Son mean, if hes a wig, right? I mean, he's kind of He's kind of serv- like an albatross now for the GOP because you're right. I mean, he is. There's just no way you can beat him if you know if the primaries were held now or six from six months from now, as long as nothing like over the top comes out. Which I, it would have to be something like a smoking gun, like literally selling secrets to Saudi Arabia, like actual proof of it, not like you know innuendo and speculation. If something like that doesn't come out, then he can't lose in the primaries. And then, like you said, he, there isn't a scenario where he can there's win. There's
0: only one So – I'll contradict myself and say I can, I can sort of see one possible avenue of somebody beating him in the primary. And it's if Ron DeSantis – because what, what Ron DeSantis did to win the governor's seat in Florida was he ran an incredibly right-wing and MAGA-friendly – campaign and then governed basically through covid as a centrist right until we until until he started fighting the culture wars and using uh uh critical race theory and masking in schools as his primary weapons he was seen as sort of a way for a republican to govern without being a completely crazy person right and and He threw that away uh, in the last in the last eighteen months or so with his stupid like war on Disney and his war on critical race theory, and his and his the don't say gay stuff. Uh, but that might be in an attempt to Trumpify himself as much as possible, and he can say that guy's fucking eighty and he's going to die and he's yeah. fat and like and just be as awful about Trump as possible while at the same time saying and i agree with everything that he wants to do the difference is, is that i'm i could be his grandson right like i could i could literally be i'm i'm 40 something years old i'm two generations younger than he is and and i can do this do this for the foreseeable future uh, it's so, that stupid meme that had trump trump standing there as the years pa- clocked by election after election after election and then it ends with Trump forever that was a stupid uh, pipe dream <laughs> because he's going to die in before 2030 at the at the very latest right in the meantime i'm fucking 45 years old and i can govern forever and i will be your champion and then he would pivot hard like i, I fully believe that he would pivot hard away from that nonsense and spend the first 2 years of his presidency and I mean, that's, this is not a defensive run uh, uh, DeSantis. I don't care for the guy, and he seems like a fucking snake in the in the classic political sense. Uh, but I think that he could do it. I think he's got it in him. He's, he has that political instinct to be what he needs to be to win in any given moment. He's going to destroy uh, his competition here. Charlie Crist, Charlie Crist is an absolute nothing compared to Ron DeSantis. He's uh, a wildly unappealing person. And I think the right candidate could have uh, potentially done some damage against DeSantis this year, but I I think he's going to walk all over Crist.
2: Oh, really? I I think DeSantis wins, but I don't see walk... I I don't think he's as popular as you think he is, but, you know, this is just in 2022. The problem with your scenario is that so far, no one has been able to thread that needle, to say, yes, Trump, the big stuff, but no, Trump himself, right? Like, especially when Trump is still around, because the message... The people he'll need to convince, some of them, at least a significant portion of them, believe that he won the last election, but some sort of chicanery. But if he he
0: can clear the field where it's just him against Trump, then he will. I I think that that's the only chance. So if there are like fucking fifteen Republicans who are trying to do if if, if Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and everybody. If they also decide they want to take on Trump and we have that big field again, I think they're, we're fucking fucked. But if everybody else uh, is a coward and backs out and doesn't want to do it, then I think in a one-on-one where you have – it's Trump or like just literally anything else, then I think you're in a better position to actually take him down.
2: But the uh, – see, OK, because I'm thinking none of – like if Trump runs, there won't be 15 people running. You'll have Trump and then – like a Larry Hogan like no chance Larry Hogan no chance Mike Pompeo maybe maybe a, a, a Nikki Haley but it would be a very small like all oh, those people are trying to like uh rest control and take their party back to the direction of old right like more just right, well, you know, Pence, is gonna,
0: Pence is gonna run I don't think there's any doubt that Pence is gonna try to run
2: But, yeah, so if anybody's going to do it, it would be him. That's why I don't see – like, basically, DeSantis is the heir apparent – he's trying to place himself in that role. The heir apparent to Trump, a younger Trump. But it doesn't work if Trump declared for the office. Like, the argument won't hold because the people who he needs are much more in tune with the charismatic All all
0: I'm saying – I agree with you that the vast likelihood is that if Trump says I'm going to be the candidate, then – a, the field will clear, and B, if it doesn't, he would mop the floor with them. I, I think that's the most likely case. But I, if there is a path for someone like DeSantis, it is to it is to do what I said, which is to say, I'm everything that Donald Trump is, but I'm 40 years younger than he is. And and you've seen me fight the liberals on, on, on all of this stuff here in Florida and win.
2: And if they ask him— them- Point blank, you know, one of the reporters or some, you know, like Fox News personality, Governor DeSantis did Trump win twenty twenty, right? Like, if he and, and if he kind of like tries to hem and haw and try to bypass it, it's gonna come across negatively to the to the to the base. That's why I'm, no, he's they don't dis- vote
1: Republican no matter what.
2: No, yeah, that's true. But in order for DeSantis to be that Republican, is that he'll have to get. He can't out Trump the guy who created the whole thing. Like it just doesn't make sense. Trump would have to just decide not to run for yeah. that to happen. I don't know. I imagine, I, mean, if-
0: I agree that it the twenty twenty election is a problem, but I also think that he could probably get away with just saying, "Why are we talking about twenty twenty? We're going to win in twenty twenty four. We're not going to talk right. about an election that resulted in a in this disastrous presidency of the last four years. No matter no matter how you slice it." The last four years happened and there was record inflation and it was a disaster for everyday Americans and blah, 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 right? Like, I, I think that that's the way around that particular question is you just ignore it and say it doesn't matter what happened in 2020. We got to win now.
2: And let all of the uh, Trump ad attack ads against the DeSantis stand because he's going to say some vile stuff, right? So, like, you, hit the, uh, his campaign strategist and himself, the, the, the game plan will be not to be sucked in. And just let all of the shit that he'll say about him just stand like, like would it be that. My my impression
0: opinion? of DeSantis, uh, the relative. I don't think,
2: by the way, I don't think he's that good of a politician. I don't think I mean, he, he's that a, good, but best, he does get
0: his, he does get the same sort of reaction. And, and he does get the same reaction out of the mainstream media that Trump does. It's not quite right. at the same level because nothing is – of course nothing is at the right. same level as Trump. But the way that DeSantis is treated in national media, you can hear the middle fingers coming up across right. the rest of regular America, right? right. Like, and not to defend anything that he's doing but to simply acknowledge that a large – portion of the appeal of Donald Trump to a, the vast unwashed in this country was the fact that the media couldn't fucking stand him. And the media has, has already staked out that position with Ron DeSantis. And that, that is right. to DeSantis' benefit. Right. Anyway, I don't know obviously what's going to happen. I do think that in Florida, it has an interesting Senate race that wouldn't have been as interesting but for the fact that val demings is now the the nominee on the democratic side and i think rubio is in a little bit more trouble than people might realize
2: yeah i was trying to dismiss some of these polls because you know some of them are coming showing a dead heat there's a couple that show that he's actually down a couple of points but every time i see him like oh he will you know these polls in august don't mean anything he'll probably turn a corner but i don't know i don't know what's going on what 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 why is there a lack of support for Rubio, a Cuban, in a Cuban-friendly state?
0: I think that we're in a position—it's it's along the same lines as the throw the bums out, there's going to be a wave mentality. That doesn't just go—it's it's not always about which political party you adhere to. Marco Rubio is now—I mean, he's a young guy. He's now been around for quite some time, and yeah. it's a lot harder for Marco Rubio to get up there and say— uh, all of these assholes in Washington don't care about you. When he's now been a sen- was he been a senator for twelve years now, right? He made the he he was one of the twenty ten guys, I believe.
2: Yeah, and When so- did he give the uh, he was he the one that had the water incident, the the the, the State of the Union response. He yes, he, kinda he, had he was clumsy- the,
0: he was choking on the water bottle. Yeah, after one of Obama's states of the union. So that's what that that's sort of where I'm at with Marco Rubio is I think that he is in danger of falling victim to this notion that is widespread that everybody in government fucking sucks and we need to get rid of them even though he's in the the party that is ostensibly out of power in the Senate and in and in Congress and certainly in the presidency i think that there's a little bit of that going on there he he does not so- make the convincing case that he can be a change agent and we are just in a endless series of change elections
2: now Help me understand in your estimation because, you know, in Georgia, we have a similar thing where you have a governor's race and a senatorial race. And the poll show Kemp up in the governor's race by a few points, and then the Democrat incumbent uh, Warnock up a few points over – I can't believe he's still running uh, – Georgia great Herschel Walker, right? Right. And so I can – it is easy for me to account uh, for the difference like this – this idea of split ticket voting in twenty twenty two to me is always kind of interesting. So it's like you're for all the things that Kemp is for, but you're like kind of skittish and scared off what uh, Herschel Walker will do. That kind of makes sense to me, right? But that makes perfect sense, that-, that
0: makes perfect sense because you can split the Trump voter off. Like that will be right. the difference. Is that all of the Trump people will find a way to vote for Herschel Walker and then also reluctantly cast their vote for Brian Kemp. But the, the non-crazy Republicans, that small percentage right. of, of Cobb County moms and, and North Gwinnett moms or whatever, are going yeah. to say, like, we can't have Herschel Walker as the actual senator. And yeah, we right. like Brian Kemp because Brian Kemp stood up to Trump uh, right. ultimately. So this isn't a vote for Trump, and I'm not gonna, but I'm also not going to vote for the football player. Right.
2: So okay, so in Georgia, that makes perfect sense. Help me uh, navigate this. So, under your estimation, a shellacking awaits Chris at the governor's race in Florida, but a relative there, shellacking,
0: look, a twenty twenty two style last, shellacking, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: right. But then, uh, uh, will there be any uh, DeSantis Demings voters, or how would uh, like? What's the scenario where? Uh, I think Demings uh, uh, has a dissenters? little bit
0: of appeal for... I mean, she was a cop. she, or was, she was, a was a cop? Right, yeah. yeah she was a yeah. cop, she's, or she ran a police force. I don't know her exact history. I yeah. know Lori, Lori had a soft spot for Val Demings. Uh, I liked her
1: for some reason. Sorry, I was just investigating to make sure our house wasn't being invaded upon. Send the girl up, for sure. Do um, that.
0: The, do- the dog was it's yelling, not. and I'm not an awful sexist. I believe you are perfectly capable Of um,
1: dying, yeah, you're right. <laughs> How long would this family? episode have gone? As usual. Yeah, How
0: long I, would we kept with talking as Lori Laurie is upstairs <laughs> getting Game Game of thrones yeah. by invaders? I don't invaders? Have my headphones on
1: yet. It's great. I was very comfortable. But then I had to go upstairs and make I, sure that nothing bad was The happening.
0: door was locked and the dog was probably freaking oh. out because some somebody pulled in their car across the street or something stupid oh. like
2: somebody that. Somebody was casing the joint. The dog's trying to give you heads
1: up. Yeah, I... I don't remember why I liked Val Demings but she seemed fine. I think this was back when we just like didn't know who nominees were gonna be.
0: Yeah, well she was there's briefly like,
1: Okay, s- she doesn't suck. She'll th- do Yeah,
0: briefly some noise was made about her possibly getting the vice president's shot. That's yeah. what it
1: was. Man
0: That's what it was. Man, that would have been a better choice. Like looking yeah. back, right? Like given, I mean, say what you will about Kamala, it has not been a successful vice presidency. Whether you liked her or not, to start, it's certainly not been great for her uh, since right. since the administration started. So, they would have much preferred to have Val Demings as somebody where, if, if Biden was going to step back and not run in twenty four, they could they could just point at her. Yeah,
2: she was better. Right, but it's yeah. I always thought that. If if the idea was for Biden to just run for one uh, term, you don't want the next person in line to actually be in the White House because like any sort of negative stuff, you you know, uh, uh, Harris can't distance herself from. right. So basically, I don't know if Harris knew this, but she was kind of. But she was elevated, and this is like your peak because there isn't a way for you to create distance. You know what is she going to do? Like oh, yeah. Well, I mean that just uh, if I she knew things, anything
0: about the history of this country, she'd recognize. I mean, that's the overwhelming majority of vice presidents, right? Yeah, we don't. Yeah. They don't usually make it up to the next step, and if and if they do, it doesn't go well for them.
2: But at the same time, she just came off of what was started out as a promising. Uh, a presidential campaign that kind of just floundered and fell apart, and she was just kind of giving a lifeline, you are going to be in the history books forever, right? And so, like, if nothing else happens, she will be the first woman uh, to, to hold that office, right? Yeah. So, I think I think
0: Buttigieg is the only one in the administration who I would expect still has a national... a chance at national prominence going forward. I think right. that he is enough sort of off doing his own thing, uh, raising the, the gay twins... Or no, he's...
2: He's nice. Uh, Are they, he has twins? He or? has
0: twins with, with Chasen, and he's running the transportation department, and every once in a while shows up on television to get off a good one against some dummy senator. Right. And yeah, he's an appealing dude. Like, I, I, I understand his... You
2: hated him.
0: Yeah, sure. He's not appealing to me. I understand that he is appealing to other people, though.
2: Right. But it seems like if... Uh, I mean, there's, there's no way that they could have forecasted this. But if it turned out Demick can actually pull off the upset, which I still think it would be, uh, despite what the polls were showing, then it worked out for everybody. You know, like uh, a bad presidential candidate took the spot at the number two, a viable candidate was not brought in, and then they they flipped a seat in Florida. In yeah, I, think, I don't think
0: I don't think she's going to win. I just think it's yeah. going to be it's it's going to be pleasantly close, and right. Rubio's going to going to have to sweat it out
1: does his sweat
0: he does he's a he's a big (laughs) old sweater i mean
1: florida
2: but
0: like yeah what do we think's gonna happen here i mean i guess we can do one quick prediction we're at the very beginning of september here as august draws to a close Yeah, we're
1: doing our college football predictions yeah we got
0: to do football stuff Uh, too
1: yes let's change the subject to that
0: not yet uh where are we abe we had we decided that it's not going to be a massive red wave as we or as i would have suggested uh, a few months ago things seem to have turned in the democrats favor i don't think they're keeping the house under any circumstances i think there's as i said a couple weeks ago they now have an outside chance of keeping the senate though i still expect it to flip but these these candidates in these states pennsylvania arizona georgia Ohio, to a slightly lesser extent, are just not – they're not great in terms they're of – They're not performing well. And yeah, they're, And they're not looking well, great in the polls.
1: One of them actually unwell. M-
0: multiple of them seem to be
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. actually unwell, including Fetterman, by the way, who's the Democrat in Pennsylvania. And it's like you look at his ads and – I mean he had a stroke a couple months ago and it – it sounds like he had a stroke a couple months nice. ago. It's not about being yeah. nice. Like, he's clearly not operating w- with a full deck of cards, and that's no hindrance to serving in the United States Senate. No, apparently not. Uh, By the clearly. way, like,
2: strokes – there's a lot of range with strokes because there were these other, uh, you know, in-office senators who have had strokes. with some guy from New Mexico and somebody from, I don't know, the Mid-Atlantic, uh, and they – when they recovered, they were mostly fine. They were, and so I guess their experience on the spectrum of stroke was on the lower end. Yeah, you can have a yeah Fetterman stroke is on the worst end. Has
0: tipped over to the bad end of having had a stroke, <laughs> and he's going to win. His, <laughs>
2: he's probably going to win the Senate race by like six or seven points. So, like, what was it? The, a month ago, it was basically according to the five thirty-eight, where they kind of compile all the uh, for, uh, the different polls that are out there, it was basically a coin flip for the Senate and like a sure bet in the House that uh, basically it was a coin flip, slight edge to the GOP to take in over the Senate and a insurmountable lead, some would say, in the House. And so far, you know, everything has shifted towards the Democrats, but it's still a long shot in the House. But in the Senate, now 67% chance it went from a coin flip to a percent chance that the, the the Democrats win, and I suspect the reason for that is like Georgia, weak candidate, losing ground. Every time a poll comes out, Walker's losing ground. Dr. Oz, oh boy, struggling with just, just out-of-touch kind of videos, and nothing is working for him. Yeah. Uh, it seems like every state where they could have picked up something, a bad candidate is undermining those efforts, right? Yeah. And so – I don't think we can I mean, rule.
0: I don't think we can rule out JD Vance winning, and I don't think that we can rule out Masters winning. Although it's not looking great for Masters in Arizona either. Yeah, Masters is not
2: looking so great. Yeah. Right, so, but he's
0: making guess, a, a rather dramatic shift in his priorities. Where he was uh, uh, two weeks ago, he was uh, never abort anything. Never don't abort the dead fetus that's going to live inside you for the next six months, even though it's dead already. Uh, to I make all sorts of exceptions for the life of the mother. Like I'm pro-life, but ultimately this is about the health and life of the mother. Like he's, he's made a rather dramatic shift and then scrubbed his website of all sorts of uh, more extreme pro-life positions. So he's, he's certainly gotten the message here and you know, it doesn't help that in Arizona, that, that Carrie Lake person is running on the, on the governor ticket. So you can only distance yourself from the crazies so much when it, when it comes to, trying to pick up and and trying to get people to split their votes and not vote for Carrie Lake, but vote for you. Uh, But I don't think it's out of the question that he could win. I don't see Dr. Oz or Herschel winning. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm I'm still in coin flip territory when it comes to the Senate.
2: Yeah, it seems to me like the Senate, I think unless something changes, I don't see how the GOP will take that because a lot of the stories. Now, I mean, before when the polls were showing a potential wave uh, for the GOP, you know, the that baby formula shortage, gas was like a million dollars a gallon. Uh, like just a lot of stuff was happening, and a but lot of that. Those were has Joe died. Biden's. Fault. Right, by the way,
0: by, uh, this is like every time I see something about how the cat, the price of gas has fallen for seven consecutive weeks or nine consecutive weeks, right. or whatever it is. Gas is still fucking expensive. Like I I know it's good that it came down, but you could almost say like it's good for Biden that they that the prices got jacked up over the summer up to five dollars a gallon because now it's like like if it had been instead instead it had been a steady rise up and up till the three fifty point at this point. That would be a disaster for Biden, but because it's three fifty after having peaked at five dollars a gallon, this is this is just good
1: sticker on the pump.
0: Good Biden policies uh, coming through for the American people.
1: That had Joe Biden pointing, and it said,
0: (laughs) "I did that. I I did did that," that.
1: and it was referring to the gas price. So maybe Joe Biden made them higher so that now this seems not so yeah. bad.
0: What if I told you that somewhere in your life is that Joe Biden sticker waiting for you to discover it once again? Me? Yes, you. Oh. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> it's just a a very long-term joke that I That's great. I'm waiting I will, I'm I mean, waiting to come to fruition.
1: Like I'll just be pleased. I I like that sticker.
2: Yeah. Uh the you know, the whole thing of perception is reality. It is interesting, you're right, because it is still, if you compared it a year ago, like gas prices are up, but they're not comparing it to that. They're comparing it to when it was $5 and change, right? Yeah. So perception is that, uh, I, I'm not sure how much lower it can go. It just it reminds me of, uh, I mean, it'll go down probably, but like, uh, was it New Ging- Gingrich? He had some cockamamie idea where like he was going to make gas 250 i guess this is in the 2012 election he's like when i become president i don't know what, like four dollars let's say and like when i'm president i'm going to bring it down to 250 you know his campaign fell apart and then gas prices went below that on their own right. Right. it seems like i
1: learned people don't... in my economics class that gas on the short term is a static good ah and for yeah. myself Ice cream is a static good.
0: (laughs) What do you think about the uh, theory that's been floated out there, I've heard in a number of different outlets in the last little while, that because of the Dobbs decision, that the perception, whereas before Dobbs happened, before the abortion ruling came out, the fact of the matter is the Democrats were in charge of the government and there was no getting around it, right? That, right. And that if you wanted change, then what you change is the Democrats because they're in charge. But that somehow the, the, the combined factors of the Dobbs decision and Trump's ongoing presence in the national conversation makes people feel like – Despite the fact that Joe Biden is in the White House, been a Democrat since 1930, and the House is run by Nancy Pelosi, and the Senate is 50-50 with the Democratic vice president sitting there as the tie-breaking vote where Chuck Schumer is the majority leader. So despite the fact that they are in fact in charge in Washington, they're sort of able to play backseat driver here to the Republican narrative, especially because— of Trump, and especially because of the Supreme Court and the and the handful of rulings that they issued over the summer, but especially the dobbs decision and so that this is like mitigating the potential impact of a red wave because what you see something like ninety times out of one hundred when a, after a president is elected, you see his party lose seats in the in Congress yeah. in the midterm elections. Uh, And that's because the president is perceived as being in charge. But if we're in a position now where the president is not really perceived as being in charge or or with enough power, that 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 is going to mitigate the effects of a red wave. And we'll see something like what happened in 2002 where the the president's party actually gained seats. What do you think about that narrative?
2: Well, I mean, 2002 is an outlier because it was like – right. It was a year after nine eleven, right? So the conditions are different. Uh, I I, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of a if you know this is a very unlikely scenario at this point. But if the Democrats kept both chambers of Congress, it would be because of the self inflicted wounds that the Republicans committed. You know, going back to the primaries, the the candidates that they gravitated towards to like uh, Trump just being the kingmaker, picking otherwise bad candidates just because they kissed the ring, uh, and then them making these bad uh, statements and the abortion decision backfiring. So, this is just, so,
0: so the, th- the narrative out there is just bullshit. Somebody with too many poli-sci degrees coming up with narratives that don't actually adhere to reality and that any of these grander narratives are nonsense and it just comes down to whether or not the candidate that your party has put up is any good or not.
2: Right. yeah but also if in this environment a candidate i mean a president the uh, the leader of one party who uh you know is the president of the United States, if his i mean his numbers are coming up a little bit but still way underwater in the approval rating right, and for him to somehow
0: so but how much of a president's so so this is where it gets interesting to me because how much of a president's approval rating is tied to the perception of his authority and his ability to wield power and put his big fucking presidential dick on the table and say i'm the man in charge here right so i, I right. think that that's a in this stupid country that's a great deal yeah but of Trump's the appeal of a president were
1: always very bad too
0: right but he was also a wildly impotent president who just flailed about on twitter and didn't ever actually get anything done i think that's right. a huge part of it and and when obama's when Obama floundered in his in his ratings, it was largely because he wasn't getting things done. When it, when right. they're actually getting things done, when they appear to wield the power of the office, like Bush did, right after nine eleven, they get right. wildly popular and they get more votes for their party. And when they don't, they don't. And I think that that has a lot to do with it.
2: Do you think the recent uh, legislations that were passed and? That's, do you think that is – Who's paying any attention ben- to that?
0: That is that is a, a small wave in a wave pool that's completely gone by now.
2: Right, but like, what I'm saying is like what is it that people are? – what is the approval rating of Joe Biden based on? Just like gas prices are high or they're getting lower or I have a job instead of not – like what – like when people say he I can't disapprove- get on, he oh. can't
0: get on camera and appear like he's in charge of himself or the or the circumstances around him. Like, right. if you're like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're an 80 year old man and your wife has to come up behind you and physically manhandle you further back away from the gaggle of reporters because she's worried that you're too clo- you're, you're you're too much of a close talker or something. Yeah. Like we saw him on the tarmac and Jill comes over and literally grabs him by the shoulders and pulls him two feet back. It's like what is right. happening there, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see... How, like, first of all, uh, put, setting aside whether or not he's physically and mentally competent to do the job, like, she's got to know that that's out there about him, and you cannot be seen going over and manhandling the 80-year-old man, you know, as, as though he's decrepit or something. Like, It's just not a good look. Right, I don't know that, what she's doing.
2: You're the only one that probably noticed that, I would imagine, versus, like, had he said something stupid, that would have been played over and over again. What well, The thing about... Biden, I mean, him being old and whatever was true a year ago. Uh, and again, I think he, he, the the ratings reflect the the outlook people have. So I, when the presidency started for the first six, seven months, he was at 50, 51 percent. I think he was, got as high as 55. Since, again, I keep on going back to this, since the a- Afghanistan uh, debacle, the numbers have gone the other way and then these things are happening where he's getting some positive press coverage about the chip thing and then this thing and then that thing and the numbers are ticking up. Now, maybe none of that is related to anything, but the only connection I see is bad stories that happen out there with gas and other things, numbers go down. Uh you know, some sort of progress towards a piece of legislation, numbers go up. So, is there any connection to that? Maybe maybe not, but it seems like you know, We'll see in a few months if the numbers continue to go up, if gas prices continue to trend downwards and maybe get under $3 in some states.
0: Uh, Well, Alex Jones has some ideas about what the world's going to look like for the next two months if if we don't.
1: The next 71 days, we're going to see some very violent fireworks. I would predict racially motivated mass shootings, bombings, poisonings. Attacks on power supplies being blamed on the right wing. They intend to bring in a full dictatorship in the next 71 days. And we are all strapped to this thing. This is such a dangerous time. And I would advise the globalists who are mid-level that think they're about to have a leftist revolution. The globalists don't actually plan at the higher levels to have that. They plan on having a civil war that brings down America. And you'll be the fall guy.
2: By the way, uh, it's remarkable how these, uh, band videos, uh, somehow make it online every time. Never banned.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because it's being shared by someone who disagrees with what he's saying, so it must be okay (laughs) to put it on Twitter. I love, uh, the set there, by the way. I mean, if you can go get a look at Alex Jones's set, as, as the kids say these days, perfect, no notes. It's a great, (laughs) a great studio that he's sitting in there, uh. Further, you are often giving advice, unsolicited advice, oh, to, yes. to national figures. And I love that Alex Jones is giving unsolicited unsolicited advice to the globalists. <laughs> but the esp- mid-level globalists. Especially the mid-level globalists. Do,
2: Do they uh, have a pecking order system? Of what, of what like, they should... Globalists, you, no.
0: It's you guys. I'm sorry. It's you minions. It's all of you many minions out there who are going to pay the price here. You shouldn't be doing what they're saying. But also, like, not that everything is always projection, but the idea the main thing that I get out of this is like, so this is what Alex Jones thinks he would do if he had power, right? Right. I like guess the the only explanation for what he's talking about here is is how he imagines people ought to be deploying the power that he perceives them to have. I mean, right. and sure, it could just be that he's just like literally on all sorts of weird brain drugs and, and just talking completely out of his ass. But on the other hand, it, it seems like Him talking about what he would do if he were in charge,
2: but what's uh, weird more than anything else, this line of argument is that in seventy one days, the goal, the hope for the Democrats, right, is to just keep things the same way, right? To have the president. So why not do the dictatorship now? Why risk an unfavorable outcome? Why not?
1: That's the thing with these conspiracy (laughs) people. It, whenever someone would. I don't know, like, act like a vaccine was some sort of weird government control grab. Yeah, I would always say, like, this is how they're doing it.
2: Yeah, it doesn't this, make like, sense. Yeah,
1: overly complicated with like bad side effects, and not everybody can get one. Like, right. what? It <laughs> seems like if they're gonna I- do something, they would do it better.
2: Right. I I would hate to be. Conspiratorial, because like some of the conspiracies that are being promoted leaves a lot to be desired. I'm like, I want to believe you, but like yeah. there are problems. Like, why? Also, what to is play? he
0: gonna say in two months and two weeks when? <laughs> none of this shit happening. <laughs> no, like <that's> <laughs> when, when it's just like when you open your door as the old Bill Hicks thing where there's fucking crazy shit happening on CNN all day long and you open the door and there's just birds chirping and yeah. the ice cream <laughs> truck drives by and it's like, fine. It's like, what does he get? Like, and I know that they always just move on to the next thing. But right. like, like in 71 days when there's not been a series of racially motivated mass shootings and bombings and uh, poisonings of various political figures – that he can pin on the left wing. What What is he going to say then? Uh, right. I do want to talk very briefly about Alex Jones. There's a new documentary that came out. It premiered like a month or two ago, and it's not yet streaming for free. You can You can rent it at various streaming outlets, but I'm not going to. We, we pay too much. For to go out there and rent goddamn I'm movies. I fine with
1: renting individual things, yeah, especially when to, they're documentaries. From, from
0: time to time, I think yeah. that eventually somebody will yeah. make the Alex Jones documentary free. In general, no one new way or streaming another.
1: services. Yeah. But I will rent the occasional specific movie. Yeah. Especially so, when it's a documentary.
0: I haven't seen it, but I have read a number of different articles about the Alex Jones documentary and the the recurring theme in the coverage both of this documentary and pretty much any time Alex Jones shows up in national media is that what are you doing, giving him a platform and how can you allow him to go on talking without objecting to the things that he is saying? And again, maybe it's just my own naivete or my, my disgust for that sort of paternalism of being worried about the dopes, but like, the best way to prove that Alex Jones is a fucking maniac fraud who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about is to just let him talk for a very long time and don't interrupt him. Because he will say shit that completely discredits him from like one moment to the next. And the longer he goes, the more absurd he becomes. And like, again, I haven't seen the movie, so maybe maybe I'm getting it wrong. He is a charming dude. When he's just being like normal Alex Jones guy, yeah. he's a relatively charming dude. So but, maybe there's a little bit of, a, of that sort of creeping in. But that's a reflection on you. If you're watching this and you're charmed by him, and you start forgetting all of the crazy shit that he's doing, that's on you. I'm sorry. It's not on the film. Like, if a filmmaker is just going to film an interview and then present it to you, yeah, sure. Documentaries can have a point of view. But my impression from what I've read about this documentary is that they just film Alex Jones and present him as he is, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. Right. And and right. being overly worried about how the dopes are going to take it, or the, the platforming of him. Like, he's he's got millions of people who listen right. to him every day. There won't be millions of people who watch this fucking documentary. What are you talking about platforming him?
2: Right. This, like, um, online blockade, or I don't know what the people that are like, you shouldn't platform somebody or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. But I also, um, I have lost uh, confidence in the... Uh, uh exposure is the best disinfected or whatever like it, when people are given free rent to say dumb shit a, a certain number of people believe it like it's just a weird thing there's not much you could do about it and that's why i'm not for the let's try to de-platform them but i don't think like eventually people are like oh this guy's a dope i mean he's talked out of his ass and he's made millions off it like it, He's not going to start losing money now,
0: right? But I think the point is that you don't take it as seriously when it's just there, and it's one of a billion fucking things that's just there. But right. if they're trying to hide it from you, if they're trying, yeah. if they're trying to say that this is forbidden knowledge, now right. it's the fucking secret fruit. Now it's the right. special thing that that they're if they're trying to hide from you with their hidden globalist agenda or something but he, along those lines.
2: Even even without that actually happening, he uh, kind of wants that to be the impression people have that's why he has these stupid like band video right. he loves to be embattled or, it's the same right. as
0: the trump thing the whole brand right. is being embattled against the entrenched media power so like right. why would you give him that benefit why would you right. pile on top of that i don't get it
2: yeah and also he's way beyond like hey let's try to de-platform him he's not like some random fringe person he's you know people listen to him
0: Right, It's not like he's uh, fucking the com domain over at Facebook <laughs> getting banned. Like, I understand why we should be deplatformed. There's a great yeah. deal of danger that could happen if somebody started listening to us.
2: A blacklisting of our show would be very effective.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> sure would. Uh, what else? Sports? No, not yet. There was one other thing. Uh, briefly on Andrew Yang. As
2: oh. Abe was... Economics. Oh, boy, yeah. It was willfully
0: uh, tickling my, and he was antagonizing <laughs> me with his dismissal of my anger about the the way that Andrew Yang gets treated. I'm not. A,
1: Bob's in the Yang gang. I'm not you in can't the Yang talking gang. About Andrew Yang to Bob.
2: Bob's in the Yang gang.
0: Not, not in the Yang he's the, gang.
2: Uh, not backwards, forward guy.
0: Yeah. Very yeah. smart. So forward. Andrew Yang, and this can be brief, but Andrew Yang has started a third party. He did it with Christine Todd Whitman, the former governor of New Jersey. She was a Republican. A Republican with... Uh, New Jersey with a long history of, of Republican governors, by the way. I know. Uh, Christine Todd... There's another prominent former Republican, I think, who's also helping to get this forward party in motion, but I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But it's Andrew Yang and Christine Todd Whitman, and they're they're trying to start a viable third party as Abe says not left not right but forward and he's a corny dude right and he's a he's a I mean that's the word for it he's just a corny dude and he has some interesting ideas about the way the world works and what's wrong with uh, the way things are happening these days but what drives me crazy is the way that he is summarily dismissed anytime he brings up a criticism of the two-party system, right? Because his his, and it, it makes sense for somebody who's trying to start a third party that his his the the basic the the sort of bare bones of his criticism is that there's something fundamentally wrong with the two-party system. It's not just that Republicans are Nazis. It's not just that Democrats are are woke moralists and uh, trying to tell you how to gender queer your children. It's that there's a system in place that is uh, all about accruing power for the established power and then maintaining that power going forward. And they don't care about you. All they care about is maintaining their system. And he's constantly being dismissed. And, and I mean, what was the quote today? So he was interviewed in The Atlantic, and they were going back and forth about how, uh, on the one hand, we have... Democrats doing gerrymandering and on the other hand we have uh, uh the whole Republican party which uh, in uh you know attempted a fucking coup and then is also uh not not just making gestures toward anti-democratic stuff but in fact like Donald Trump's entire brand at this point is that we shouldn't we shouldn't respect the results of free and fair elections and what he says in response to that is he, he says, yes, there are asymmetries here between the two parties. I think you have to try to figure out how to make the system more resilient and sustainable in an environment where one of your two major parties is evincing anti-democratic tendencies. And that gets shared as him not being able to grasp the severity of the problem and right. that if he what he really cared about uh, was the future of this country, then he would acknowledge that the Republicans are – helpless and there's no coming back from the republicans and he should be doing everything in his power to elect democrats rather than try to start this forward party which they say uh, would fracture the vote in an important way and possibly hand the r- elections all over the country to republicans and it just it drives me a little bit up a wall Because I think that at the heart of it, people recognize that he's not wrong in his criticism of the two-party system. I don't think that people actually want the two-party system. This is not the way that we would have made the world uh, if we got to start over. And I don't – at some point, you have to acknowledge that no matter what you think of his politics, no matter how silly his ideas are or what have you, it would be better if we were not subject to the whims of of these party machines any longer.
1: Sure, but – Why, I just thought of this, why would a three-party system be any better? It would just be the same thing. It would just be three instead of two.
0: I mean, it's possible, but you would not have the scenario where they're constantly playing off each other as existential threats, and that is the...
1: No, but it would be the same where just the people in power are trying to stay in power and don't actually give a shit about anyone. It would be no different.
0: Right, but it's not just about the top line two party system versus a three party system. It's about how we get to that point, right? So it's not just that he wants a third party, it's he wants ranked choice voting in states across the country. So run on that, right. that is what he's running on. That's the point that I'm making. Is that no, but- this is the part of the package of introducing this third party, like the the, the main tenets of the platform are that the the two party duopoly is insistent on these sort of existential battles that pit Republican against Democrat and nobody else is allowed a seat at the table. And that will continue no matter what. And, 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 and you can point to, ironically, you can point to the way that the gerrymander was used as a political issue for Democrats in states like New York and Virginia, and then they got the job done. They eliminated partisan gerrymandering in their states and right. then turned around when they had the power to do it and drew maps that were completely fucking bonkers and right. would, would have gone back and then got thrown out because of the rules that they themselves had instituted uh, when they took power. So like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand why you have to be the smartest guy in the room and point at Andrew Yang at la- and laugh anytime he talks about bringing in a third party.
2: All right. So the problem with uh, Yang – and by the way, he runs for president. That doesn't work. He runs for for mayor. That doesn't work, and now he's going to try to come up with a third party. Interesting arc for him. But on the issue of this forward party, the reason why – I mean I don't know what these uh, talking heads uh, are, are saying, but the problem I find is that we have more than two parties already. There are a lot of parties out there, Libertarian and the Green Party and the Constitutional Party and the this party and then that party none of them are viable in a first past the post system that we have right so in order to make those parties that already exist and he can include the forward party right that's totally fine in order for any of that to happen you need to change the system into a ranked choice voting to where your interests are protected by getting more specific i mean the way that it's set up now is any sort of uh, vote for a third party is going to necessarily siphon off votes because there were gettable votes for the the two parties, right? It's going to siphon off from one side or the other. So if you have a libertarian person or an independent like Ross Perot, it's going to necessarily hurt the Republican candidate. That's what happened in 1992 when Ross Perot ran, right? So it doesn't matter what his graphs were. His entry into the uh, election benefited Clinton, and it hurt the incumbent Bush, right? It, d- it doesn't matter if Ross Perot's interests are you know, noble or whatever. It hurt one side, just like a green candidate would right. hurt the Democrat, right? Because the way the system works
0: right. is like, – like, like, p- like Ralph Nader did in 2000 in Florida, yeah.
2: Right. And so basically people have uh, – uh, they are aware of that history. And so they hear a, a politician who ran in the Democratic uh, – presidential election and ran as a democrat i think uh in the mayoral race now saying hey let's siphon off votes from this coalition of like enough minded people in a a future election and that's why people are that's why he's being met with his hostility if he primarily talked about we need to change the system to have third parties be viable such as by the way my forward party he would have a lot more buy-in the way that he's presented himself. Buy-in, buy-in from a-
0: whom? Because the, the, this is the fundamental point: is that it's impossible to imagine a politician who takes advantage of all of the flaws inherent in the system, in the in the 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 way that we run elections in this country, that right. uses the established uh, party system to get himself into office, and then looks around and says. You know what we need to do here is dramatically reengineer the way that I was able to take power, right. uh, To make it easier for challengers to come in and take me out. No fucking right. politician is going to no. do that. It's like it's like, ask, up- it's like yeah. asking them to to police them their own stock sales. It's just never right. going to fucking happen.
2: That's true. It's an uphill battle, but at least it's not dead on arrival when you lead with the third party part. Because like, what do I need a third? Like we need these third parties to be able to win something. Like, what's the best-case scenario with a forward party? Like, what? They win an election here and there, and then they're the majority? Like, Because eventually, the best-case scenario is for them to take over one of the two parties because only two can survive in this environment. It doesn't work with a third party. How come it never has? So yeah, right, but I mean, it's, not, it's not give
0: me – give us three parties, and then that will be the end of it. it the whole point of the – Arguably the whole point of the forward party is the election reform stuff. If you go and look at their stuff on their web like right. and again, I'm not claiming them as, as some sort of my right. champion or anything along those lines. Right. It's just that a lot of what he's saying in terms of election reform in the in this forward party documentation stuff is very much in line with stuff that we've talked about before as a way to fix the democracy. Yeah, but and, like
1: Abe said just now, like run as a normal thing and then do that.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is that that never happens. Yeah, you know, it should, go. Saying...
1: If they fucking meant it, then they right. would do that. Right,
0: but the reason that Yang... So it's not the first time that Yang has been laughed at for standing up and saying something slightly unorthodox. And it's because he's not a fucking strict party man. Like, yeah, he had a D next to his name when he ran for president in 2016. But, like, how serious was it? I, like, it, he was he's basically an independent who saw that in order to get on the stage to get an, a national audience, he needed to have the D next to his name. Him, so that's what he did right.
2: right but as it stands right now each of the two parties they are coalitions that are made up of many different types of people so not every democrat is the same right you have a west virginia democrat like a manchin totally different than uh you know someone else right uh cory bush let's say or one of the uh, like ilhan omar right someone that's more liberal but they they have enough uh common cause with one another to form this party, right? And again, this is, this is, the reason why we have the current system we have is is because of the system we have. So Andrew Young would find a lot more purchase if he said, the system that we currently have is giving us a shitty two-party thing. I want to change that. Rank choice would have you pick your preferred candidate, forward party, I don't know, the fucking clan party, whatever. Like, you, you would have a million parties in the system, right? And you still preserve your ability to – if those are failing candidates, like if none of my first choices make it, I can still, as a backstop, make sure that the worst of the the two major parties don't make it through. So you kind of satisfy both needs, like trying to change, trying to get some new voices in there, uh, but also making sure that the other side, the the party that I uh, agree with the least, is not benefiting off of my – uh, my vote right so you, you have to come up with a system that prevents that from happening because it, it, it's not right, going to go that's anywhere. what i'm telling
0: you is that he's got all of that in his bag right? right he's so, saying this know, is what we need to do this earlier, is the way to
2: do it right earlier uh you uh pointed to the fact that i uh, offer uh unsolicited advice and uh, unheeded advice he needs to listen to this advice shut the fuck up uh, about the third party side that should be, like, an afterthought. You should throw that in uh, by way of example, right? Talk about the the, the need to change the system. you going to – I mean, it, didn't Alaska uh, transition into that? There's, like – there's all these states. It's kind of like weed. Like, basically, you'd be surprised how popular if you just focus people on specific issues. Like, wouldn't you want – uh, more flexibility in how you vote, right? To vote for the candidate you actually want. Right, but, and then, also but sh- then
0: the shitty governor of California, Newsom, turns around and says, nope, not going to do it. Like even though – because it doesn't benefit his fucking party,
2: right? Right. But at least there's a – you can have – maybe the smaller states, you'll have uh, more success. But if you – this may not be a – five years, this could take 10, 20 years before this actually takes hold, right? So you have to be patient, and that's why I think it's silly to be leading with the forward party. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, he didn't even have any actual positions. Like, he's just like, we're going to Come to an agreement. We'll meet in the middle. Like, you never actually – like, what is the thing? Like, at least the Green Party has a thing and the libertarians have a thing. What is the right, this is what wage. I'm saying
0: to you. I'm saying right. the appeal of Andrew Yang is he doesn't have any positions. All he cares about is getting the election reforms in, and they're right. good reforms that would be right. well, he's do doing good a things for, for the country. Well, he's doing a shitty way of
2: presenting that. He, he's, he's done a terrible job of making that case because every time you hear from him, it's like the forward party, not left, not right. For, like, what What is this? Like, this seems all very masturbatory on his part. Like, this focus on actual, like, hey, we need to change this. The current system makes it so you have to vote for the lesser two evils. Don't you want a different system?
0: Like, Hakeem Jeffries can't make this case from Congress, right? Like, <laughs> Val Demings isn't going to be making this case from the United States Senate. Like, give me the best of the Democrats and the best of the Republicans, and none of them will be making this case from their perch. And that's the point. This is the sort of criticism that only ever comes in from the outside. By definition, it's the sort of criticism you know, that comes th- in from aren't the outside.
2: There are any politicians who are holding office, federal office right now, that are for rank-choice like they're not against. I mean, it's not like people are against it, right? But it has to kind of come through the state, uh, the different states, to to become viable. Just like with the gerrymandering example you you uh, mentioned earlier, that is a remarkably stupid thing for them to have done. Like it for PR purposes, they're like, "We're going to do it differently." All these bumblefuck uh, yokel states have it. They, they're they're going way too far with the gerrymandering. The reason why people gerrymander is you can you can. Get more seats, more safe seats for your side. So the margins are favorable in Congress, and that's how you wield power. You need to be in office, right? So they are saying we're going to maximize. If we have 14 seats, let's try – if the if an impartial uh, process gave us a 10 Republican-4 Democrat split in our bullshit system, right – Uh, Can get us twelve two, get us two more seats. Let's do that, right? And so, what the Democrats in these states uh, have done is like, let's try to forfeit two seats in the current system. It doesn't make sense. You should just have, you know, all these states have these trigger laws with abortion. Have in these uh, Democratic states trigger laws to say, as soon as we have an equal number of Republican leaning states come to terms on finding an impartial system, then. It will activate that in our state. But we're not going to have a unilateral disarmament. We're not going to have you have running up the score in your state, and we are trying to be impartial and losing power. It doesn't make any sense. Like the problem is that they shouldn't have promoted that in the first place. Uh, right. but <laughs>
0: Right, but, I mean, if you're going to build your entire national brand as a party around democracy right. and the and, and how we're worried about the end of democracy, then, like, that sort of comes with the territory, right?
2: Right, but in the books right now, gerrymandering and, the, and all the different uh, uh, courts that it's gone to, it's been mostly defended. I mean, there's a few exceptions where they say, okay, you've gone too far, but generally, they'll give you a lot of rope when it comes to gerrymandering, and so the path should be— We are for getting rid of this system. It's bad for democracy when the politicians are choosing their voters and not the other way around. But we were not going to disarm unilaterally. We're not going to have a worse position just to make that case, right? We live in this environment. Just like uh, like I said, if you are against government programs, right, but your taxes are funding those programs, it's not – I mean, I guess you can call it hypocrisy. But, like, I'm not for the system, but I'm eligible for a program – my taxes help contribute to pay for it. I'm going to take advantage of that until the system changes. That's the right approach, and not to you know pay taxes and then also not benefit from the system that we have. You can still say that the you know the entitlement program is no good, and still benefit from it.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our uh, football preview segment here. Nice. We are. Uh, apparently, college football started this past weekend. There were some games. Did it? But yeah. But I don't think any of the SEC teams played. No. So, therefore, a college Thursday football season be, right? yeah, has not yet started. I thought,
2: like, the started. Thursday before Labor Day was yeah. the first official. Was I think, of like, weird. NC State
0: played you know, this weekend. years ago, they a did a
1: week zero, which was last week. Yeah. That was week zero. I'm sure
0: Tech probably plays on Thursday. Tech usually plays on that Thursday before the uh, season th- actually th- tech,
2: starts. Tech uh, has a uh, – Clemson uh, meet on Monday. No, oh, on Monday. The, yeah. There you go. And uh, Atlanta's uh, Atlanta's Aquarium had a seal make selections. Uh, they did it for both of the uh, Mercedes-Benz games. So not Georg- an
1: octopus. An octopus yeah. is so much smarter. I
2: know. I guess, yeah. I don't know how smart these are, but they kind of, uh, so the, the sea lion chose Georgia over Oregon, right? And then it chose okay. Georgia Tech over Clemson. So we'll see how, uh, okay. how smart he is because uh, that's not going to happen.
0: All right, so we'll see if, are we smarter than the Georgia Aquarium Sea Lion? (laughs) Find that out soon enough. I have pulled up the odds, the futures odds, for the 2022-2023 championship in uh, national title in football. It will not surprise you to find out that Alabama is the favorite to win the national title this year. If you bet $100 on Alabama right now, that will only pay off $180. So they are the overwhelming favorite right now. They're at plus 180. Ohio State, plus 300. uh, Georgia down at plus 350. And then there's a big jump all the way down to Clemson at number four, where a $100 bet will pay off $800 for Clemson.
1: Okay. I've... Not paid attention to Clemson since they fell off the planet last year.
0: Yeah, they were bad last year. But
1: like, why are people thinking Clemson will be good again after such? Yeah, don't they a have the same that
2: DJ what? quarterback? Don't they have that same quarterback? Like, what? Yeah, what is so different about them? Like that, what's that?
1: different? I mean, it's not like they've stopped recruiting they've all of a sudden. A they just coaches. had a bad year.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It takes a while. It's
1: really it, bad here. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's a, it's a question of inertia, right? And this okay. is national media right. that we're talking Fine. about.
1: Oh, no, I know.
0: Anyway,
2: Abe. Yes.
0: Uh, if you had $100 to spend and had to bet it on any of the uh, major college football programs, who would you put your money on right now to win the 2022-23 national title?
2: as much as I would like another uh, Georgia title, usually repeats don't happen that often. So I'm thinking Georgia won't. Uh, I mean, I would have to go with Alabama. They have that Bryce young guy, very good quarterback and they always recruit. Well, Uh, I'm not sold on, you know, I've done no research on Clemson. Like Lori, they fell off the map. I stopped paying attention to them. So I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, I would like to see what LSU does uh, with a new stupid coach. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would say if any yeah, team is So was LSU, it,
0: LSU not got wait. Notre Dame's coach, right? Yeah. LSU got Brian Kelly. Yeah. Who went to Notre Dame? Who remembers? I think Anybody? they hired
2: within, like the coordinator or something.
0: The, only, the big news in the offseason, aside from the LSU deal, was that Lincoln Riley went to Southern California. At,
1: Someone went to Florida. At USC. A Clemson guy went to Florida.
0: Yeah, some assistant went to but, – but Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to go to USC was yeah. the biggest.
2: Yeah, the Oregon coach went to Miami, right? Cause he's...
0: Right, and then Georgia's defensive coordinator went to Oregon. So okay. there will be that as a, as a rematch here. That
1: will be fun. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. All, I, I'm looking – I said today to someone, I'm looking forward to the hugs after the game because you know how, like <laughs> – That's right, yeah. They always do that. Yeah. It's nice. Because he's, likely not after, the only Georgia
2: coach. So, you know, sometimes when, uh, like, a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator leaves the program, they take at least, like, one or two, like, assistant coaches with them. So it's probably a couple of former Georgia coaches.
1: Yeah, there will you know. be lots of hugs. Yeah,
2: I can, yeah.
0: So I do agree with you. It's unlikely that Georgia is going to repeat this year. But I, don't, I think they're better than Ohio State. And I think that they're better than, I mean, just on paper, they're better than every other team in the country besides Alabama. So you're getting a little bit of value there if you wanted to put some money on Georgia in the preseason. I don't expect us to lose any games until we get to the SEC title game in all likelihood. Now, it's easy for me to say now, uh, but and, and who knows how improved Florida and Tennessee will be. But my impression is that this Georgia team is going to be very good. I expect to just desperately hate Stetson Bennett from week to week again this year, as I did last year. Although it would also be, like, really funny if he turned out to be a total fucking stud this year.
1: But you would never admit it. No, you I would, would never? absolutely admit it.
0: If he if he stopped stinking, I would admit it. Stetson Bennett was not good. He's not a good quarterback. And... Even rewatching that national championship game uh, twice, I think that we've rewatched it since it aired. He kind of stunk in that game too. Yeah. He had a stretch of like five minutes where he did everything right and and things couldn't go wrong for him. Yeah, but good it was really it was, on that though. Yeah, it was basically just like two plays yeah. where Stetson Bennett was awesome. That's all you need. You know, it's all you need sometimes. Yeah, and then the defense did the rest. Uh, but so. I mean, strictly from a uh, great humor perspective, I think it would be hilarious if Stetson Bennett, like, won the fucking Heisman Trophy this year, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, which would be amazing. That is unlikely. Uh, But in terms of true value, you have to leave the SEC if you're going to be making any real money here in, in the futures market, and... I think the way to go is to bet on Southern California. Like, and who knows what they're going to do, but they're not going to—they're not in a very good conference. And if they win all their games, and they're going to make the playoff, and they're at plus two thousand right now, so a hundred dollar bet uh, gets you a two thousand dollar payout at the end of the year, which isn't too bad.
2: Maybe, uh, maybe it's always been like this, but it seems like there's like a big steep drop off in. Teams that I think are going to – like, those four teams that you mentioned, and then every other team looks like they're going to suck. Like, I mean, Georgia is, what, the third-ranked team going against, like, an 11th-ranked opponent uh, to open the season. It should be, like, a relatively close game, and it's, like, a 17-and-a-half point spread. Like, it's not even – I don't
1: trust any of these early games. Right. I don't trust – and No one knows anything. It's a crapshoot, no matter what.
2: Right, and, and and to think, like last year, didn't it start with a very close game against Clemson before we uh, yeah. Clemson turned out to be not that good? But that was like a top no, five. We matchup. Clemson,
1: is what happened.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: <We> slayed Clemson.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't have a lot of trust in these other teams because yeah, you're thinking okay. As far as a value thing, like USC or some other team, but USC is not going to do anything, and Texas is. Right, you
0: would not expect to do USC, if it's going to happen, it'll be. It wouldn't be until next yeah. season where yeah. Riley's got. Although that move happened a long time ago, so it feels like he's already been there for. Was a it year, like right even,
2: after the season ended? Like in the, it was
0: right after yeah. the season yeah. ended. Yeah.
1: Still, he doesn't have recruits. Right. He doesn't have his own. It should be four years. It would Should it, be four it, years after you start.
0: Would it surprise you? I mean, because I know that you've said that the Bulldogs are going to win. I think I think you said something like four national titles in in the t- ten year stretch. <laughs> this like might that. have been this might have been like immediately after the national title <laughs> game. You might have been a little bit drunk, but you went you went LeBron not one right, not that's two right. mode.
2: And I I said that the, uh, Georgia was going to find a lot of success in this uh, decade, this twenties. It's going to be the roaring twenties. It's going to be great.
0: Right so it wouldn't like the way that Kirby has been able to reload basically every season. And the fact that like what I really, the thing that I like about George's chances is that we did this with a terrible offense. We did, we, and and we lost like the best parts of that offense, which wasn't very good. So like, maybe, maybe the guys who are coming in will, and part of it has to be like, will Kirby allow the offense to be as good as it can be? Uh, But like, the offense last year compared to the 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 Chubb and Sony Michelle year? Yeah. Nowhere, nowhere even close, right? And and like we said, uh, Stetson Bennett kind of fucking stinks and the the running backs we last year say that. weren't very special. Me and Abe said that.
1: Yeah.
2: A lot of talent in the tight end department though.
0: Yeah, huge talent in the tight end department and hopefully that something ever happens with the fucking wide receivers although we lost all of the talented wide receivers either uh moved along or or transferred elsewhere. I mean, we lost my favorite guy, the Jermaine Burton guy went to fucking Alabama and and then Pickens is gone, that dummy. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's probably better.
0: But I wouldn't be at all surprised if if Georgia repeated either. And that's something that's
2: bad largely would
0: because to...
2: what's that? Uh something bad would have to happen to Alabama's quarterback for for that to happen.
1: Or both of their best receivers. Yeah,
2: something goofy like that. Because they've already, I mean, Georgia...
1: ACL tears in as many games.
2: Right. Georgia's won a national title, which is obviously great. But how many players did they lose on defense? Like, a ridiculous... I mean, they broke the record in the draft. something
1: like that.
2: So now it's the reloading uh, thing will come into play. You'll need to have the next player. I mean, they've been one or two in the drafting classes for the last many years so they should be ready to go. Um
1: also not all but a lot of the drafted guys could have gone last year too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like That's right. That yes. was
1: borrowed time. Yeah. So I think that the defense will be basically fine.
0: Yeah. The other the other team to put money on is Michigan, which is uh, plus Ohio
1: State plus seems, five thousand.
0: Yeah, people are excited, but there's no value there. That's plus 300. What ah, We're see. looking for is return on investment. I'm well, not trying to put a hundred dollars in the kitty now and then take three hundred dollars out okay. in seven months. I want to put a hundred dollars in the kitty and take five thousand dollars <laughs> out.
1: Okay. Well, I in did. Seven we months. did paint our kitchen Michigan colors, so no. what you know, uh, go blue.
2: What's uh, I know nothing about what Auburn's doing, but what's Auburn's odds? Because uh, they <laughs> always just show up out of nowhere. Very like, bad. We're just good for some reason. And they just... Auburn is at uh, uh, plus twenty thousand. There you so go. That's a value a, bet. Right a
0: one hundred dollar bet on Auburn will net you twenty thousand dollars if they win there the national go. title.
2: That's my vote.
0: <laughs> right. And that's basically that's basically like the field of like top name teams. Right like Auburn, Mississippi State, Washington, those are all plus like Michigan State is plus 20,000, which I guess they like Michigan State was good last year and their their coach got a long-term extension and then shit the bed in that big in that big game that they were where they lost to Michigan. Yeah. But like that's a sneaky one too. Like if they, if they, I don't know anything about their roster, but they were a good team for a long time, and you could see I them winning their, their conference yeah. and I getting getting to the national title.
1: Hate that green and white.
0: I've always liked Michigan State because I liked uh, I've I've liked both the Michigan teams actually because I liked uh, who was their coach, uh, Dantonio or Dantoni or something oh, like that. Uh,
2: what's his face? Uh, yeah, um.
0: Mike Dantoni was the basketball coach. There was another. Yeah, Mike D'Antonio. He was the uh, the head coach at Michigan oh, State. That was I like that guy. Oh. Yeah, I was right. Do
1: they have a coach named Mike D'Antoni in basketball? There's a basketball coach named
0: D'Antoni, and then there's a football coach named D'Antonio.
1: At the same school?
0: No, different no. schools different, and t- different different sport. D'Antoni is a, is in the NBA. Different people. Anyway, uh, put a hundred bucks on Georgia and put a hundred bucks on Michigan, and uh, and call me in the morning. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, you will
1: have lost all your money.
0: Quite probably, yes. Uh, but what's the fun in betting on Alabama? Like, what, it's not uh,
1: fun. You just don't bet. Yeah. You just watch. It's fun to just watch football.
0: All right. How about the NFL, Abe? So, your favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts.
2: <laughs>
0: the method here lately, if you're a a football team that's that's on the make, that's just maybe one player short of turning it all around and get and finally getting a title. Uh, all you got to do is add that veteran quarterback, right? right. A, you had Tom Brady goes to the Tampa Bay Bucks after a long career yep. in New England, and immediately wins the Super Bowl yep. two years ago. Correct? Last year, Matt Stafford, a long career just an endless career <laughs> flat on his ass throw, throwing for 4 or 5000 yards a season and flat on his ass the entire time somehow for like 25 years in Detroit gets traded to the Los Angeles Rams and they win the Super Bowl last year Matt Ryan famously a man who loses his shirt on AirTran Airways <laughs>
2: I think that was his last commercial spot. They're like, maybe try something else, Matt.
0: Matty Ice traded from the Atlanta Falcons to the Indianapolis Colts, a team that surprised some people last year. It was better than than some folks were expecting.
2: Surprisingly won seven games, was it?
0: Yeah. Won seven games with Carson Wentz at quarterback for much of the season. Uh is Matty Ice the piece that the Colts need to win the Super Bowl this year.
2: Now uh You know, there are, if I were objective, I would uh, uh, concede the point that there are other teams better than this Indianapolis Colts team, but I have absolute confidence that the Colts are going to win the whole thing this year. And I feel kind of icky drawing this comparison, but I mean, or making this point. But Indianapolis has been the benefactor of uh, uh, talent acquisition because of sexual assault stories right so the reason why matt ryan is is with indianapolis is because the falcons and other teams said who cared about the women deshaun watson's available so they all made their pitch and that didn't sit well with matt ryan like well if you don't want me that's fine i'm not going to be an asshole about it but i would like to leave this this
0: this story ends with Jim Ursay, the moral paragon of Jim Ursay. I'm not saying being the karmic the karmic beneficiary yes. of the bad behavior
2: of other NFL owners, right?
0: Because I got surely you know some stuff about Jim Irsay. I don't ha, I don't have to tell you well, that's about Jim Irsay. He's,
2: he's turned a corner, Bob. He's on the mend. He's a great great productive member of society. Um, so. They get Matt Ryan. They unload off the disaster that was once, right? Uh, and so just it just fell in their lap. They have now a competent quarterback. Hopefully he'll be like uh, Phillip Rivers a couple years ago where he'll put you in the game and then you have to figure it out, right? Their team is better now since the Phillip River year. So one benefit thanks to the sexual assault thing. Then their punter just last week – He's doing, like, wind sprints, just random stuff. Tears his ACL. Oh, no, my leg won't go. At the same time, the Bills, uh, they see a lot of good in this punt god, this k- punter from San Diego State. Uh, he can punt, like, 70 yards or whatever, right? This amazing punter. They said, okay, our, our long standing punter, fuck you. We don't need you. This guy's much better. They cut him. The Colts just so happened to need a punter. They hire that guy immediately. Well, what happens yeah. to the Buffalo Turns Bills?
0: Turns out Punt God is also a gang rapist. He's a
2: gang rapist, right. So, Oops. So Which the Buffalo Bills had to release this guy because apparently— He came from
0: San Diego State. Yeah. I don't know his name.
2: Eraser, San- whatever. He was called B- Punt God. Matt Eraser, I think I want to say, or whatever. But anyways, you can just call him a gang rapist. But So now the Colts have two players who they got just by luck, just happenstance, this weird sequence of events. And when that sort of stuff happens, it's guaranteed. Indianapolis are going to win the, the whole thing.
0: It's yeah. almost like when your uh, Hall of Fame franchise quarterback breaks his fucking neck and then you get to draft the very <laughs> next year what should have been a Hall of Fame franchise quarterback whose body doesn't work anymore, sadly.
2: <laughs> That's right. So I th- I'm very confident. So you're telling
0: me the Colts at plus 2200 Yeah. I-, I could put $100 on the Colts today. And the second Sunday in February, I could, FanDuel would be paying me $2,200. Exactly. Is that what you're telling that me? That is
2: a guarantee. I'm sure there's some listener right now who's going to take this advice and he's going to send us an email in February.
0: Even before you went on your long spiel, <laughs> as I was looking at the list of like where the value is here, I've I landed on the Colts. Ah, like I thought. The Colts really aren't at twenty two hundred. I mean, there's only two teams who have better who, who are or such favorites that they're under plus a thousand. So you have the Buffalo Bills at plus six hundred to win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah,
1: everybody thinks they're going to win.
0: And then you have the Tampa Bay Bucks at plus seven fifty, and then everybody else in the league is uh, plus one thousand or greater. And to me, I'd stay away from the fucking Bills because they're the fucking Bills. Like, what, what, who bets on the Bills to win the Super Bowl? This is not scientific. But
2: I, I, and I know that they have,
0: they have a great quarterback. Their quarterback who stunk for a few years, like, figured it out in the last couple of years and is now good. The thing about about Matt Ryan is that everything that I've seen of Matt Ryan for, like, say, the last four or five years is... Matt Ryan throwing terrible interceptions yes. <laughs> in the fourth quarter, right? Like, like it's sort of what Matt Ryan does yeah. is he throws terrible interceptions yes. in like the fourth quarter. Right. And what I know about you and quarterbacks, oh, I am going to hate him. I know, but like you're going to hate him by like week two at the latest, right? Because he will throw a. They'll be down by like two scores, and he'll be leading a great comeback. And then he'll get them within a score, and then with like a minute and a half left, he'll throw a forty-yard bomb. And there's only three defensive jerseys in the area, and you'll be you'll be just done. Right.
2: My, my, delus- my delusional hope is that uh, in his advanced age, you know, Matt Ryan will know his limitations. And in some ways, he was pressed into those moments because some of the rosters in the past, I mean, 2016, that was a great year. But the Falcons have had years where there's not a lot of, a lot of talent. You know, they had Julio, Julio Jones, and then that's it. Not much of a running game. Their O-line isn't good. He didn't have any of those problems. He's got arguably the best running back. What, top five offensive line, you don't need to press, Matt. Just take what the defense gives you, Hand off the ball. He will.
1: He's Ice. He's Matty Ice. Matt Call Ryan It's
0: a notorious presser, Abe. Eh? I hate to break it. Down. He's, he's going to press, and you're not going to like it. Uh, I don't think that the Rams can repeat. That That would be a terrible bet. I like the Packers at plus 1,200. That seems reasonable. They, they I think no, Aaron Rodgers no is angry right? and spiteful enough to possibly carry it. I mean, they'll, they'll carry the team to the playoffs regardless, and then who knows what happens right. in the playoffs. I mean, He was bad in the playoffs last year. but
2: He's not going to win is what's going to happen. I, I will say this Aaron Rodgers guy, he keeps throwing people under the bus. As, uh, I thought he turned a corner after he took those drugs, uh, but apparently he's still kind of a dick.
0: Yeah. I like, uh, I like the Ravens at plus 2,000. That's my oh. that's my dark horse here. The Ravens at plus 2000.
2: How are the, the Giants, uh, the Raiders and the Dolphins? They 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 right. retooled a lot. No hope in those.
0: Dolphins two. are all the way down at plus 4000 and so are the Raiders also okay. at plus 4000. So not expected to win the whole thing. The uh Giants are going to be bad. They're at plus 8500. Not worth it. We got a your typical lions, bears and jaguars they're at like plus ten or plus twelve thousand. And then you get to the very dregs. The Texans, they unloaded Watson, they're at plus thirty thousand to win the Super Bowl, and the Falcons at plus twenty five thousand to the win the Jags Super Bowl.
2: Shouldn't be that far are, are, have do they have any
0: Jaguars are at plus twelve thousand, relative uh relative favorites oh. to uh show up and win the big one. I don't know. Are you excited for football? I, I can't get excited for football until football it's
1: starts. because also, oh, Abe, you, you answered the question.
2: Uh, y- yeah, I'm kind of like you. I'm not excited. And then, like, it'll be Saturday, and it'll be, like, 3 o'clock. It's like, oh, is playing, and it's going to be great, you know. But, yeah, I don't, I don't have any – I mean, I am interested in this Colts season, but if I were just, like, a football fan, like, I'm like, ah, whatever. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited for the Colts, but, you know, that's about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure why, because I usually get, like – Hyped, relatively speaking. Like a week out, I get excited. It's because
1: we just won the national championship. Yeah. yeah. We don't need right. to be excited because we don't give a shit. Right. It's so freeing. Also, as usual, when football starts, it's too hot. Yeah. Football yeah. is cold weather stuff. Yeah. It's too hot.
0: All right. So, real quick, then, who's your, your preseason college football champion? You said was?
2: The Alabama Crimson Tide. Sleeper pick, and... Auburn Tigers.
0: <laughs> yeah, sleeper.
2: <laughs> they are asleep.
0: I think it would be foolish uh, to throw your money away on anybody besides Alabama. In all likelihood, they are rightfully the overwhelming favorite. With any luck, Alabama wins this year, and Sabin fucking retires, and that's not
1: going to that's do. That's the that. end
0: of the goddamn story.
1: It feels so young.
2: If that happens, it is. I'm assuming a hundred percent chance that Dabo Dabo Yabba Dabadoo goes to Alabama. Right, go back yes. home. Yes.
0: Yes, and then that ruins both Alabama and Clemson for the foreseeable future. It's perfect,
2: and that's and that's a scenario that gets Georgia to not two, not three, but that's right. I will title.
0: accept. I will endure yet another Alabama football championship if it means that Saban retires and Dabo goes to Alabama, <laughs> and Clemson and Alabama are both ruined yeah. moving forward.
1: I'm kind of generally fine with Alabama winning every other year, yeah. just to keep things consistent. Every other year.
0: All right, and then uh, in the NFL, your pick is the Colts. Is that a serious pick, My, my real got? pick
2: is the Colts. My sleeper pick, the Colts. Everything Colts, Colts, Colts. Bet the house Colts, on the Colts. Colts.
0: Yes. <laughs> who are they playing in the first week? Do you know?
2: Uh, they got some easy opponents to start. It's like the Texans and the this and the that. Yeah, it's like some easy cupcake. Right. You know, cupcake games.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Los Angeles Chargers oh. as the uh, Super Bowl champion. Plus 1400 Some good value there also, if you're the betting type. Not that you should do that. You've been listening to Cast Iron Brains, a podcast with Bob and Abe. You can find the show on Facebook or Twitter. Head on over to BrainIron.com or CastIronBrains.com. The opening and closing themes of the show were composed by Mark Gillig. Find him at TetramerMusic.com. T-E-T-R-A-M-E-R music.com something else to check out at the website maybe I'll do this for this episode I was playing with these AI image generators <laughs> yes. where I just
1: busy busy all day long I pl-
0: I plug in the name of a recent Cast Iron Brains episode as, as titled by me and then make the artificial intelligence image generator uh, come up with the artwork or what have you right. And it made some interesting looking art. It also immediately soured me on the idea of AI artwork.
1: Okay, but can you make like, NFTs out of it?
0: Yeah, yeah, but that's what people do. Is they, they're like, oh, yeah, I do, I do AI art. I'm, 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 do, I'm big into this AI art. It's like, right. So you take fucking words and you plug them into this thing on the internet and then change the settings on the little the input-output thing, and then you wait five minutes, and that's what you're calling... Uh, doing AI artwork, I think like that's I like
1: it. I think I like it as a job for you.
0: No, it's not a thing. It's 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 no Does way it to do money? anything.
1: You've spent today doing it. These are... I didn't
0: spend today doing it. I did it for a little while.
2: These are early days for this. Give it time. By in a couple of years, it'll start crapping up All better of a sudden, results.
0: the computer. This computer better still be recording because the monitor just turned off.
2: Well, oh, I, I can fuck I you, computer. St- I can still see you.
0: No, my laptop no, is still going. One. It's oh. the other one. Uh, oh, look at that. Hang on. Anyway, uh, assuming this is still recording, did you uh, did you make it to the movies this weekend, Abe? As a matter of fact, I
2: did. Uh, <laughs> I went to go see Breaking.
1: What did you see?
2: <laughs> so get this. Apparently, there was a hostage standoff with a bomb, and the person died. A big, big spectacle. It happened in Atlanta. In your fair city. Yeah. Five years ago. Never heard of it. The movie stars uh, John Boyega, the Nigerian guy who plays a stormtrooper or whatever. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Star Wars FN-1987743
0: or whatever. Right,
2: yeah. He does that, and he does this movie. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else in between, but I'm sure he's been into something. But anyways, he does a fair Denzel Washington impersonation, the whole movie, which I think uh, detracts from the whole thing. Like the movie was entertaining enough because like the VA fucking something up, it's like okay, good, an agency worse than the ones that I work at. So it's like they can take a lot of the heat, uh, right. and you know it ends with somebody getting shot, so it can't go wrong there. Uh,
0: at any point, it, at any point, does John Boyega say, "Don't
1: do it, don't 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 do it." Don't do it.
0: Come on, this ain't no bank
2: robbery. <laughs> He doesn't say those words, but he has, at least on a couple occasions, because he's not being taken seriously, because like, oh, come on, man, like, you're not going to blow us up, and he's like, I'm going to do it, like, but he does it, I'm telling you, it's the same energy that Denzel does in parts of Training Day and other movies, where he's like,
0: King Kong ain't got nothing on me. (laughs)
1: Like, don't. It's racist and weird. It's not racist.
2: Uh.
0: He's a beloved American treasure. I'm allowed to do that. I,
2: I claim Denzel.
0: Thank you very much. How dare you?
2: well other than that, it was fine. On, on, on the TV front, um, we were out of town uh, in North Carolina, nice little town. Uh, they have more stars than we do uh, in Atlanta. And uh, anyway, how
0: stars work. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I counted. There were more. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, we, went, uh, we watched the Mantatea two part documentary. And does. Uh, it, yeah, we watched that too. It, it, Why
1: does it matter in the story that you're telling that you were out of town when you watched it?
2: It's not, I guess maybe. I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Because he was watching,
2: is... he doesn't usually watch
0: Netflix shit with other people. He's usually okay. uh, that's home right, alone yeah. watching Netflix okay. right. stuff. So. It is weird that I mentioned okay. it at least once. Like this, uh... watched it with the fellas.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is the 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 woman, the woman and women crew. That you yeah. Watched well,
2: a uh, part of them. Yes. Uh, bee, it the, the whole crew. crew. Yeah. But, uh, okay. the whole movie is just, like, I, I couldn't shake the fact that, like, this guy is, like, way, way too gullible. He seemed like a nice enough person. Like, I, I wanted to, like, hate him, but, like, this is just, like, a dope, you know? But, like...
0: He's a real dummy. Like, <laughs> really
2: stupid. That's a really large part of the stupid. thing
0: that you get from watching him talk for two hours. Is, it, 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 he's it, kind of a dummy.
2: The one thing that we couldn't reconcile after watching it, because everybody was, like, you know, we just kind of had it on, and, uh it was just kind of like, what? I didn't know this. Because, you know, your recollection of something that happened 10 yeah. years ago is like, you know the, the main stuff, but I didn't know certain aspects of it. One of them being the, the person who made this whole thing up, the catfisher, who's now a woman, uh, they uh, they took a picture of an actual person, like an actual person yeah. that they went to school with. And one of the ways that the the dope Manti Teo uh, felt comfortable enough to per- Proceed is that his cousin knew the person who was being portrayed as Lene, uh, which is the, the made up name. But what I didn't get right. is like, did Manti take a call and say, Do you know a Lene, da, da 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 da? Or did he, because there's no such name, like, and, and the cousin should not say, Yeah, because
0: that's no, because she had pulled the thing off on the cousin yeah. already. That was the yeah, oh, okay. she did the
1: cousin, yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> A person that didn't exist Okay, knew that a person clears that, that was up okay to be a gotcha. person that
0: didn't right this exist. was man Taiteo was like the fifteenth person gotcha. that, that this character it's had just that's had when cat flash out
2: of control yeah, yeah and, that, and that wasn't the focus, but it did appear that he this was done multiple times uh and yeah. and instead of like
1: oh, she for, said she would like just as soon as they wanted to meet right, she would be like, yep, oh, I'm gone now right
2: yeah, like they would just deactivate but. Uh, why go yeah. through the whole, I have to kill myself for getting into a car accident from Manta? I guess she was too far in. To, yeah. Okay.
0: I loved, so I enjoyed the documentary. It was fun. I, I think that it was, it could have been a little bit smarter in ways that it wasn't. I thought that Timothy Burke's angle, the, the spin guy who's a complete fucking lunatic, crazy person, by the way. Yeah. The, t- what Timothy Burke does with his time, he, he just records all of the television.
1: He's my second like that's, husband.
0: That's his thing. What, like, Tim Burke, what did you do? I rec- Oh, I just recorded the entire college football season. Tim Burke, why? Why do you have computer just hard drives stacked, stacked to the ceiling with every college football game played for the last 10 years? Don't know, doing. but I fucking recorded I them it. all. I, I, are, I
1: just I don't know that there's a person I respect more at this point. Sure, <laughs> J- definitely. Just do that.
0: Great follow on Twitter. If you if you can not pay attention to his occasionally like very normy Democrat politics stuff okay. that he puts out there from time to time. What's his
1: name? I want to follow him on Twitter.
0: Tim Burke. Uh, Tim Burke. I think he's blue checked, so he's hard to miss. If you search Tim. Timothy B U R K E.
1: Timothy.
0: Former Deadspin guy, he's made some of the best short form videos that are available on the web in the last few years. I'll, I'll try to drop the clip in here when John McCain came out to give the thumbs down
2: oh.
0: of the of the health care bill, and he 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 paired it with an old wrestling that sound was him? clip.
2: That, was, that is him. That made yeah. the rounds. Yeah. Like, one of the all time great yeah.
0: short form <laughs> Twitter like videos. Jr. What does
1: the mean announcer. If it's a white check. <laughs>
0: Yeah. John, no, don't don't do it to him, John. Great, great video.
1: What does it mean if they have a white check?
0: I don't know. Maybe you just have a white theme going on there on your Twitter.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Anyway, Tim Burke's angle was like we thought that we were doing a media criticism story, right. which is that all of these like well-funded and well-sourced national media organizations from the new york times to every major newspaper in the country to cnn to all of the other cable channels to to mainstream abc cbs nbc and fox all all of the news channels all covered this story and none of them figured out that this was an entirely made up human being yeah the information yeah
2: it was That the name
0: as fact. is completely unfindable right. in the world until it's covered as the dead girlfriend of Manti Teo, which is, like, the biggest red flag imaginable. Right. Obviously, this person didn't exist and didn't have this crazy, dramatic life where they had fucking uh, leukemia and died of cancer and had a car wreck where they almost died as well. Like, this is the sort of thing. You make waves when you and you have a relatively unique name. Like... From that angle, it's a much more interesting story, and, and it got out of their hands, right? It became this gross thing about how uh, m- maybe Manti Teo is a secret homo right. and, and is hiding his sexuality from the world.
1: Okay, but to be fair to all of us who thought he was a secret homo, there are a lot of secret homos in football. Right. And it's not cool... They need to just be not secret. They need to be cool, well, this normal gets, homos.
0: Sorry, this gets back to the Andrew Yang conversation, which is like, once you're in the fucking club, it's not going it's not your fucking that. job. Well, to but we've
1: had a couple turn of turn the whole do system it. over. So it was that was 15 years ago or whatever, t- 10 years ago. It's just that it's easy for some of us when there's weird shit going on with an ultra masculine dude to go well he's probably gay because some of them are ha- some of them yeah. are gay just but mathematically it's
0: much easier to just assume he's a weirdo mormon like that that which was what it came down to like oh, yeah. this was a very convenient relationship for him to be in where he doesn't have to worry about yeah. uh, getting it wet because his girlfriend lives 800 miles away uh, or or 2200 it miles left, away
2: gross. right it, it's uh it's remarkable the uh, lack of fact-checking when it comes to this. I, in the recent past, I was talking up these uh, Twitter accounts of, uh, you know, the Ball Sack Sports and uh, Barry McOckner. Like, if you read it in fast enough, it, it's something else. Uh, but these Twitter handles, and their whole thing was just, just kind of exposed the lack of rigor when it comes to these big, billion-dollar media companies uh, that deal with sports, where they just, right. if a story is they good enough... They just
0: changed their Twitter handle to, like... Adrian Wojnarowski, yeah, yeah. and and they're like, watch, bomb, uh, this thing <laughs> happened. And then ESPN and Sports Center retweets it right. believably. Right. because uh, it, it's, Yeah, it's that sort of thing.
2: Right, it's such a salacious thing that they, they are almost like, I'm just going to go with it because it's too good of a story, and they don't fact check it. In this case, maybe a similar thing happened, but in reverse, where they just accepted as fact all this, you know, some – Sappy story of somebody's do- uh, girlfriend and uh, grandmother died. Why would I look into it any further than that? But it's weird how no one did. Not one person yeah, did until they It's the fact they-
1: that no one did. Because yeah. it, it, to be fair, the we looked it up while we were watching it. The movie, the lesser known movie Catfish came out the year this was happening. Okay. And the TV show came out a year later. So Catfish as a term yeah. was not a thing yet.
2: Right.
0: Right, and what I remember from the coverage then was largely that people assumed that Manti Teo was somehow in on it, and it doesn't appear that at any point was Manti Teo yeah. in the, on it. The,
2: the we point, know now. The the, uh, the the point that I made uh, to the, the friends uh, who were watching this with me, was like, you know, they're almost kind of like giving him cr- more credit than he's due. Like, he can not have been that stupid. He Like, they would rather assume that he was malicious and, 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 and involved than the reality, which is this guy is truly as – Naive as uh, to fall for this, right? Like he's literally right. just that. Like he's like, oh, I thought it was happening.
0: Right. and I don't want to dump on somebody who's obviously had a very hard
2: life well, for themselves. Things. Oh, you are talking about the other? No, no, thing. not yeah. not
0: Manti, the the, the other one. <laughs> uh, the, they interview the person who catfished Manti Te'a, yeah. like throughout this entire thing, and it. They keep cutting back to to her it, he he was a dude when this all happened and then he's since transitioned and, and he's a trans woman now and she kept saying that she kept talking about how hard it was on her yes. like like and how bad she felt about it but in a way that wasn't like apologetic but in a way that was like self-pitying and yes. self-aggrandizing right. at the same time right. and it's it was just incredibly revealing of this sort of like you have to be a crazy fucking narcissist to do this sort of thing. But then of course like in you don't stop being a crazy yeah. fucking narcissist. <laughs> so in change. the looking back interview about it, you still keep centering yourself and your own feelings in the way that you're telling this story as though this is about you, right. as though this is about how rough you've had it. It's like no lady, you ruined this guy's fucking life. Right. Like He's still obviously really torn up about the fact that he's a complete fucking laughing stock in the world. Right. And you are still talking about yourself as though you're the most important person in this story here. You're just bad. Right. Like yeah. I'm sorry oh, yeah. Bad. That you, yeah. you're a mess of a yeah, person but you're also
1: bad. But what can you do bad. once you're bad? Right. Like, what's she supposed to do? No. Right. And then, and like, her... She's just gonna sit there and feel bad right. about and, it.
2: And so in her defense, fine. I don't think... She could have anticipated the sequence of events that, you know, she's like, I got to get out of this. Like, hey, I'm the brother now. Uh, That woman you were dating is dead. I don't think she was aware that, oh, the grandmother also died and that, like, Man Tate would make a big thing of it, you know.
1: It seemed like in that specific instance, he was keeping from her that his grandmother had just died. So that was like a weird, awful coincidence. She was like... Oh, I'm dead now, too. Right. And, like, I don't think she would have done that right. if he had communicated properly with her. Yes,
2: it's all Mantis. Also, fault. also uh, that part is trying to make this into like, oh, it had, you know, maybe it's the religious side of him or just the ego, like, I'm going to make this into a thing. And so he kind of, you know, gets a Tom analogy of the world talking up uh, what happened to him. Right. And the whole thing falls apart. I will say, the biggest laugh. And this was like everybody in in the most people in, in watching the like three of us watching it was when Dr. Phil plops down into views. Yes,
0: yes we laughed out loud as well and they, they linger on, they linger on Dr. Phil's face as he like makes himself comfortable in the couch they and it was on great. His
1: body yeah. because you don't know who it is that's going to be sitting down yeah. until he sits down. At some, some point during
0: as that as interview because well. that was an interview that takes place in his house his ostentatiously decorated house. Yeah. I hope that Dr. Phil was looking around and going. I've got like a billion fucking dollars. What are you doing in my home? Like, it's time for you to go. Like, we're not talking about this anymore.
2: Also, I found it uh, not credible when he was talking up the uh, resources that he sought out or his producer sought out. These FBI do. and CIA, we have our best people, and it's a one in 10 million. Chance that you're the voice and he, and the Ronina whatever right. like this. and
0: it's like it's clearly just a dude pretending to be a chick on the phone like it's not it's not like it's it's not like Mission Impossible too where Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. rips the mask off and you're like oh impossible like, it's not that at all it just sounds like an effeminate version of that guy doing a chick's I think voice it
1: sounded like a girl that's also no, he was good. we didn't talk about this yeah. the girl yeah in the pictures yeah. Looked so fucking much like our sister-in-law. It's distracting.
0: Oh, I didn't see that at all.
1: Oh, my God. I, the whole time I was like, that's
2: Emily. But, no, that yeah, anyway. That Ronita person should work for the CIA because the way that to do people – even getting the, the girl in the picture to, right. to take a picture with a stupid – shocker, like a lay boy right. thing. I assumed that like, it was
0: just a Photoshop. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that he'd
2: actually gotten it done. <laughs> it's like, what a resourceful little shit.
1: Hey, we met twice. Yeah. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I need you to hold a piece of paper and make a certain hand sign it's and put it the It's for my cancerous... It's and, for my young yeah,
0: child just, cancer cousin. I need cousin. you to do it,
1: like, right now. Yeah.
0: It's a staggeringly bad person. And, uh, <laughs> by the way, like rarely do i watch something on netflix anymore where i'm like that was a couple hours well spent that was a fine documentary i think it's worth your time if you're at all interested in the story Uh, the other thing that we watched on netflix was the the mcafee documentary uh called running with the devil
2: very weird Oh, how was that which
0: was super fucking weird it was good it wasn't my favorite
1: it made me uncomfortable
0: uh, but it Most was fine. And then they the they I try know, to pull this thing at the end where they're pulling the rug out from under you in the very last moment of the movie, uh, suggesting that, well, what if McAfee is still alive with the little sly eyes? It's like, ah, I'm pretty sure he yeah. died in the Spanish prison. Yeah. But who knows? It was, again, weird. as we've talked about on the show before, super weird for me personally because somebody that I used to work with is the daughter of the guy who was killed is the daughter of the of Gregory Fall, who was murdered either by McAfee or by somebody oh, else. Wow. So I have that sort of strange personal connection to the story. Uh, but it is, it's a bonkers fucking story. McAfee was a bonkers fucking guy. And yeah, he's gone now, one way or another. Uh, we also watched...
1: Game of Thrones, Prigval. Well.
0: House of the Dragon, episode two.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Did you see that yet?
2: I did, yeah. It's very modeled after so it's the pretty... first season of the original show
0: pretty good episode number two i my my criticism in in very short form maintains all upstairs no downstairs is a bad formula for a show that relied heavily on the upstairs downstairs dynamic on the on the 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 downton abbey front of house back of house dynamic it was i'm sorry you need you need another family. You need something else give going on here. Give a second.
1: Maybe you'll get one.
0: You need the Starks. You need you need something else besides these fucking Targaryens. I, I don't know. How give about it, a pr- give
2: uh, it a second. That scene, you know, when the, 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 the rich guy was talking up his, uh, you got to marry my young daughter, bring the family together. I'm taking young Great daughter. Great reveal.
0: Like- <laughs> Great, fantastic reveal of, Come on. I think you should marry my oldest daughter. And then you cut... And it's like a tight shot of a guy from, like, chest up seemingly talking to someone. And you have to wait until they pull back. And it's like, oh, he's talking. That's just a child. That's just a very small child.
2: This is outrageous. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, everybody is telling him it's not worth to, you know— marry you know the families together and uh you'll have an ally for life and you're gonna show up you know a potential uh uh conflict you know or like a weakness and everybody's basically telling them the same thing and some the this slightly older girl, who basically, after I saw the little kid, I felt better about the right? slightly older one, because that like, was kind of okay. icky. Yeah.
1: 17. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, it's not
0: clear to me that he hasn't slept with her yet, I don't no. think. He
2: hadn't, no, he had not but it seems like that's what's going to happen, but uh, now that... Uh, but he, he picks... Uh, the older girl and I'm thinking you know throughout the first two episodes they keep on hinting like I don't know if the chair is doing the stabbing or he just got some sort of incurable disease but he didn't have long he can't wait for this fucking five year old to become old enough Be I
1: wanted him to say, like, she's a little young, even for this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no. that, no, that was, crossing a line,
2: but like, he did,
0: like, you get the feeling from him that he was it, it was a bridge too far, that he was too icked yeah. out by this, right?
2: He's not going to survive the season. I mean, I haven't seen any other episode, but this guy making one, I mean, moral decision good, but like. I, I mean, they're well, like, no. So he a, has
0: to hang on. I think that he has to hang on long enough to have the question of his heir be in dispute. Yeah, but because that could that's be, the the main conflict of the show.
1: Time we're done.
0: No, but the main conflict of the show is going to be: will it be the daughter or will it be the king's firstborn son? And he's going to have to hang around long enough so it's not just like a, a queen mum in waiting or something for the son to come of age. But
2: the, the one thing that uh, I like so far, maybe I won't down the road, th- these time jumps. So they are six months ahead from one to two. What if they do nine months, you know, the 16-year-old the, the mm-hmm. is pregnant or something, and the third episode is already yeah. into yeah. that. So may, we'll see how it goes. But with these time jumps, I, he – He's not, the next episode. He won't have a hand, and I don't know how much longer he can hide this. He's wearing a glove uh, for this episode. Like,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, the, there were characters in the first version of this show that had gross skin conditions yeah. for like years and years. Yeah. So I think that yeah, he this that's can maintain. Whoever. Yeah, Sir yeah. Shithead. Blonde. Yeah, you get that uh,
2: eczema Blonde. thing that wouldn't go away.
0: Jora Mormont, yeah. who was yeah. the Targaryen yeah. chick's uh, right hand man for a while, yeah. and then. Also, Sir Davos's uh, daughter was uh, had fucked up grayscale. Yeah. So it's it wouldn't be unusual for this to be a persistent problem. Uh, right. But I, again, like, and part of it is the upstairs downstairs dynamic not being there. I don't feel like we have any feeling for Westeros as like this thriving, and and for King's Landing as a thriving city within a real country of. Like, it's all just very much insulated in what's going on right. in court. And it, half it, the show so far has just been at the fucking small council table, and you get no feeling right. of the bigger world or what's going but on outside there.
2: I, I, sus- I suspect that there – that may be a deliberate choice because, you know, when they're showing the – what the fuck is going on in that place where they're feeding oh, they're live crap. people to whatever, Crabby. like it seems like – yeah. <laughs> Exactly well, what I was minute,
1: thinking. Two I mean, it, episodes. It's, Jesus. We <laughs> ended but yeah, Game of Thrones having an entire realm and a map right. of it in our heads. We didn't start it off that way.
0: Oh, but right. Game of Thrones started big. If you go back and watch the first couple episodes, it was, it was bigger.
1: James Landing and The North. Yeah,
0: it was...
2: But I like the, the smaller world, but I, I do think they, they're almost kind of hinting at, like... They're so disconnected from like, hey, we need to take care of this problem because people think you're kind of weak and he's like, ah, I'll be fine. I don't want to start any trouble. I'm going to play with my toys and yeah. talk to this Yeah, girl. the king
0: obviously keeps making bad decisions for right. him- himself and for the realm, and it's not going to end well for him. I also watched uh, most of Meet Joe Black because I was thumbing through – uh the amazon prime so
1: you stayed up until like three in the fucking morning on i couldn't Saturday? sleep
0: it's not my fault Because you
1: were watching your favorite movie it's not
0: my favorite movie uh, me the brad pitt movie? yeah brad pitt claire forlani and anthony hopkins great movie
1: how and was that movie it's, good. it's oh, so good. i can't get better i have a cold
0: it's such a good movie uh and it was it's on the it's on it's not even on amazon prime it's on stars and what I realized was that we've been fucking pr- paying for stars for the I last it for four months. It was an accident. I don't By accident. It. So we canceled the fucking $9 a month stars subscription <laughs> when I realized that we have it.
2: I expect stars will not go under. Like You've been propping them up for the last year. People don't even realize it out there.
0: They're subscribing to stars. I couldn't even figure out how it was being billed. And then I was like, it's because it it doesn't show up on my – it's being billed to my Amazon account, but it doesn't show up as like a discrete payment on my Amazon charge card. So I just never noticed that it was happening. That could have gone on for years. That's probably my
2: design. That's not a bad idea. If not for
0: my appreciation of Meet Joe Black.
1: I started watching, no, I finished watching Never Have I Ever, which is great. Yeah. And I started watching Only Murders in the Building, which oh. is also great. It's a yeah, good treadmill seen, viewing for me.
2: Yeah. I've seen a couple of episodes. That's a funny show. The second one. I haven't seen I Never it's Have It's very I...
1: cute. I think oh. you would like it.
2: They
0: don't really make movies like Meet Joe Black anymore. Like adult talkie Largely pointless No, not really Like, there's Nothing quite like it And this is This is a good movie It's a very silly movie Ultimately Brad Pitt is Joe Black Or is he Brad Pitt plays Joe Black Yes Okay And it's uh, It's death Fish out of water Kind of movie But it's good Wow Anyway, you uh, You got anything else For us tonight, Abe? Nope Well, I guess that's All we've got for tonight Then We will Talk to you next time
1: Later I didn't
0: watch the whole movie. I watched like an hour of the movie.
1: Okay. Well, but like, you should have just turned the TV off and go to sleep.
0: I do this thing where I hit the sleep. I make the sleep button go. And if I'm still awake, when it goes, hey, you've only got a minute left. Yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck you. And I grab the remote and I add 30 minutes to it. <laughs>
2: I do the same. I try to estimate. I
1: try to be he right about has that. has a cold for two weeks and yeah, doesn't understand why. I, I
0: mean, but I slept great that night when I eventually fell asleep. It's just, largely, it's a problem of not sleeping. Uh, have you never seen Meet Joe Black? Good movie.
2: I will, maybe when they re-release it in theaters, I'll watch it, but no, I have not. Um, I wasn't able to fit this into the, the flow of the show, but on, so we, I, we left, uh, I'm going to bring up North Carolina again. We left North Carolina early on Sunday because one of my friends was having a birthday brunch, uh, okay, and normal grown ups, go- <laughs> yeah, grown <laughs> <men. laughs> ups, and on the way on the drive back 40 uh, year old grown ups, yeah. Men. Oh, well, he's like 31 or whatever, but whatever, yeah. So, anyway, that's not the story. The story is uh, the place where uh, this was happening, this uh, event, it was like in West Atlanta, and you know, it's like Sunday, like 12 to the bathroom, and there's, like, a few kids just n- milling about. And I'm like, that's a private event, and it's a family-friendly drag show.
0: A private room. Close the door.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it looked, I mean, the, the door was slightly ajar, so I was looking in, and they, they were having fun. Oh, that's Uncle Abe. At least they're attentive, you know. They're, the parents were there, you know, so. I don't have kids, but I always thought that you, at that age, it, it, at the age that those kids were, like, you simplify the playbook. That's Uncle Abe's family-friendly drag show. The, uh... Doppelganger uh, uh, thing is going to be my plausible deniability for there all these go. things whenever. <laughs> it's like, no, no, that's the other guy. <laughs> oh, that's so good.
0: People who look a great deal alike actually share some DNA. It's like, oh, oh really? Well, no, they don't have the same
1: background.
0: And then, like, halfway through the article, it's like, of course, this isn't a terribly surprising finding, but it is the first time right. it's been documented. So,
1: well, yeah.